Hello, this is Lucan, and this is what happened last time. We examined the body of Sovadon to find him changed and corrupted by Nox's powers. The next morning, Zan questions Sovadon's severed head, verifying that Faridwin is trying to keep tabs on Zan, presumably from the Shadowfell. We say goodbye to Darwin and Hulk's family, and headed northwest out of Princeholm. On our way into the First Men's Forest, we came across an inn that had been attacked by ogres, trolls, and a hill giant and learned that the giant kin are uniting behind an ogre leader named Mortis, which is the name of the ogre zombie we killed for Pulo, the astrologer, in the Star Dungeons. A few days into the forest, we were ambushed by ogres and a troll. We defeated most of them, but one of them retreated into the wood, leaving a trail behind him. Still standing in the first men's forest. We're right on the edge of the road. Relop has found a trail for the ogre that got away. The horses are still intact, thankfully. And what would you like to do? I would like to cut the left ear off of each ogre and the troll, if there's anything left of them. No, we didn't set them on fire. Different game. What are you? What are you doing? You know we have rations, right? Don't worry about it. I put it in my pouch. Are you taking trophies? Mm, yeah. Why? Well, we'll see if it pans out later. You're gonna need to cure those or something, or it's gonna turn out like that face mask, and that's just not good. I don't think it works quite the same, but we'll look into that. Hey, is everybody okay? Well, I think most of us fared a little better than you. Yeah, uh, thank you, Sam. Sure. Do I still have a bolt in me? No, I p- took both of them out. Both of them out? Okay. Yeah. It was two separate turns of healing back-to-back where I yanked out a bolt every time. I also like to get one of the clubs from the ogres. Is it like a great club? Yeah, they're pretty big. They wouldn't be weighted very well for you if you tried to use one. Yeah, so I couldn't use it as like a great club? Probably with a disadvantage. Mm. I still grab one. <laughs> More stuff hanging and off. It. It's basically this, he's got this like ship's mast on his back as he walks around. Interesting segue into encumbrance. I think I'll be okay. Uh, Zan will. You should signal. Do the signal horn. Remember they said to, if we ran into anything, do the signal horn. Oh, that's true. Well, let's track this guy down and uh, we'll see what their encampment looks like. You want us to sneak into an encampment? Wouldn't we want a backup for that? I mean, would we want to use that signal horn now and draw their attention of the rest of their camp? That's a good point, too. Let's go investigate. Yeah. Okay. We think we can silently get into a camp without being noticed? Because I'm not ready to fight an entire army of ogres and giants. There mm. might not be many left. We just took out quite a bit of them. We don't know how many there are. There know. might be quite a few left. Let's no, go. we can get close and... Can't, Some of us can go scout it. The longer we wait, the harder it'll be to track this thing, too. Rila, can't you just send Tucker? Like you did for the shark things? I could try. I think I'm pretty well tapped. I'm just gonna okay. point at the foliage straight up. I don't think Tucker's seen much. He could be on underneath the canopy, and they're not gonna attack an owl as well as they would attack a group of us. We can get closer and then scout it out from a base camp, so to speak. The longer we wait, the further away this guy gets. That's 
not inherently bad, but we do need to get going sooner rather than later. I think us blowing a signal horn isn't going to necessarily bring the entire brigand group to us. They're attacking people on the road anyway. If they're going to send off alarm flares all the time, that's not going to mean anything specific. What I think we should do is to do the signal horn, and then we can maybe take one of these logs and point it towards the path we're going on. So if anything comes along, they can know where we were going. Yeah. And what if there's valid. what if there's bandits and stuff not too far from here either? I think Zach might be onto something though. I mean, there's probably groups. I mean, if they're bandits, they're the ones causing a commotion. So us blowing a horn is just a signal that you know, somebody's under attack. So maybe they won't think anything of it. I don't mind going after him. I just want to make sure that someone can find us if we get lost out there. Well, I have a feeling your relatives are probably more familiar with these woods than we are. So we agreed. With I, that would have, I would imagine they would have no problem tracking our group. Plus, what are we doing with the horses? We're going to have to bring them with us. That sounds like a really bad idea. How thick is the forest? That ogre just plowed a path for them. You think you could get them through? At least in this part of it, who knows? Would they be quiet enough for us to sneak up on an encampment? How do we know when to get off of them to go by foot? This just seems very risky in all sorts of different directions without at least some sort of backup idea that maybe we could be helped. That's all I'm asking for. Sure. How hard is this drill? Follow. Could I follow it? Make a survival check. So easy a caveman could do it. Eleven. Uh, you can definitely see where he went. Oh. He's, he's leaving big footprints. Remember he was carrying that big ballista thing? Look. Here's the drill. It's pretty obvious. What we do is we send Mr. Rabbit out a little bit ahead, and if he sees trouble, he comes back and grabs it and stops us. Leaving the horses here, we don't know how far away the enemy is, and then they are left vulnerable because we need to protect them. Like, what's going to, you know, they could potentially attack anything from brigands to wild animals. Exactly. So, my other concern is that those ogres were using ballistas. Now, they're not really, from what I understand, a mechanically inclined type of individual. So it means someone with some sort of brain power is directing them. Probably that Mateo if he's actually casting spells. So, again, I think we should probably use that horn to see if the, the Dearborn could be of assistance to us. I'm just throwing the idea out there. Because I think it would be safe to say that Wherever these guys are encamped, there's probably a little bit more than your typical ogre thought process on de- defenses. Okay, Lucan blows the horn. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to do it. Jeez. You don't have to really. <laughs> no. I'm, wait, I'm sorry. How did he go? <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, so he's blowing the horn. Horrible rendition of hot cross buns. <laughs> I think it's just one person. note. <laughs> so let's take one of the logs and aim it towards the pathway. Okay. I'm assuming they're fairly easy to move. You could just carve into the log that way and then just point to the giant ogre tracks we're following. That sounds like well, a good if we idea. move I mean, sure. three or Either four <laughs> of the logs, we can make a bigger arrow. Sure, that's fine. Whichever way, I would like to direct whoever's coming to look at this to know where we were going. And then we can load up the animals and go, I guess. Including the pack horse. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Relapse going to ride ahead of all of us and see what's happening? Yeah, don't go too far. And if you see the first sign of trouble, come back to us. Okay. 
Are we moving slowly to try to be more quiet, or are we just riding normally through foliage? We're going to go as fast as the horses can reasonably go in this, which I'm sure is slow. Okay. So we'll ride. Still the little fluff balls sort of floating in the air as you go Mm -hmm. through. What you realize pretty quickly as you start to move is that, that there is a trail here, like a game trail. Oh. And that's apparently what he's following. In fact, it gets to a point where it's fairly regularly trodden. Like there's, it's, you know, beaten down dirt. There's no... No grass survives along this trail as you start to move. Does it look like there's more tracks of similar size to him? Quite possibly. You think going both directions. Real up, go ahead and roll um, kind of a stealth check since you're going first. Okay. Uh, 17. So the Coney's hopping around and sort of darting back and forth, and it's doing most of the stealth, but, you know, you're trying to direct it a little bit. Right. And you get to a point where C a little bit of smoke and this is 30 minutes in right like I mean, okay so these guys are quite a bit behind you at this point because this this rabbit moves really quickly right and you can see a little bit of smoke you give it a little direction you're always kind of chittering at it and it chitters back it sort of hops up and gets underneath a big leaf you sort of stick your head out a little bit too underneath it and you can kind of make out that there's a hill you know, it's all wooded here, right? There's definitely a hill. And at the top of that hill, there's basically like a tree stump. And that tree stump is, is sort of acting like a chimney. You know, there's like smoke. It's not like billowing or something, but there's definitely some, some smoke wifting out of this tree stump at the top. And so at the bottom of the hill, there, you know, it's a little bit hard to see. You're still, you're, you're not, you don't want to get too close. Right, right. There must be some sort of cave there or something. Okay. Does the game trail pretty much dead end at this hill that I'm thinking. It's hard to tell from where you are. Basically, I've kind of stopped where you feel safe about it. If you want to go a little further, we'll do a, right, right. another stealth check. No, I think I'm going to turn around and uh, ride back. Little rabbit comes bouncing along. You've noticed that his beard has darkened up much more. Now it's, it's literally matching the rabbit. What's hey. with the beard? What? The beard. It's changed color. Yeah, it does that sometimes. Hey, uh, hold. Can you take a look at this? I think I found out where they are, but I'm not as quiet as you are. All right. Let's oh. go take a peek. Lead him up ahead. And okay. Hide. So you're going to go up to that spot and then, yeah, and then sort I'll of let like, him go a little further. Off you go. <laughs> hold, this is a weird situation yeah, for you. You are not weird. used to sneaking around in this. I'm not used to this. I mean, there's probably more for me to hide in, but I don't know how well. Well, it's just like cities. You know how you don't step in puddles to make noise? Just don't step on leaves. You'll be fine. (laughs) Right. Okay. Or if you have to step on leaves, step on the green leaves. Don't step on the brown ones. They're the noisy leaves. Gotcha. All right. Let's go check this out. All right. Go ahead and roll with advantage since you just had coaching. (laughs) 27. Hey. All right, roll your perception. So we're going to sneak on up and see what you see as you peer through the bushes. Twelve. So at this point, you're still pretty far away from this thing. You know, the, the relap caught it on the skyline almost as they were coming up. And so you're not like right up on it. You're still pretty far away. But you can get close enough to see that there's an entrance, like a cave entrance. And in front of the cave entrance, there's two giant types kind of flanking it. It takes you a double look, but they each have two heads. 
So these aren't like the ogres that you saw previously. There's a little bit of a, of a campfire in front of them. It's not blazing or anything like that, but you can see the ring and kind of the darkness in between. Go ahead and roll a perception again. Sorry. 15. So you get a look at this area, and as you're doing that, you recognize, because again, you're still pretty far away, and you recognize through sort of to your right, you can see that ogre that had run from you guys, and he has actually like sort of stopped himself, and like he's setting up, put his, his ballista in between the crook of a tree, and he's pointing it back the direction that you guys would be coming from. So basically what happened was that you snuck past him unknowingly, but you were being so sneaky, you know? And so you're sort of off to the side of him and he doesn't realize you're there, but he's waiting for somebody to come down that trail. Yeah, I don't think I can effectively one-shot this guy. Just to find smite him. (laughs) I mean, he was pretty hurt, so you should probably be able to just like spike the damage, just crit him. It's real easy. (laughs) <laughs> we coached him he gets a <laughs> just be an assassin for a minute instead of a thief I'm yeah. going to go ahead and uh, backtrack Hopefully. now you get saw now mm-hmm. you get seen and now you're shot yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. just roll your stuff one more time 14 Ooh. I love the single that's digits that's so bad <laughs> <laughs> no ballista bolt comes through you so must be okay. All right. So this, at this point, the concern is, obviously, there's a big ballista pointed in the direction of your friends. But the mm-hmm. other concern is that that guy is, he's almost within earshot of those right. two-headed things. Right. And then who else, how, what else is in that cave? So send the familiar in. I don't know. I had something much more devious. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to continue heading back to the rest of them. Relap, are you staying where you are? Well, when someone back. gets back, I'll, like the two of you will go back. Yeah, I'll okay. start heading back. Well, our friend has gotten to the edge of camp, and he's waiting for us with that ballista. I was able to spy a cave, and it had two large, two-headed creatures standing on each side of it. Do we know what those are? They were two-headed ogres. Know. Maybe um, roll a nature check. Were they two-headed ogres? They were... Critical 20. I have no I have idea zero in it, but... 21. You think they might have heard of Ettons before? You don't Ettons, know if okay. that's a real thing, but like it's possible. That okay. It's like an ogre with two heads, yeah. from your yeah, knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So you said there was a, like a smoke trunk on the top or chimney? Like a chimney, and it was smoking, so there's obviously some sort of camp within the cave. I don't know what the rest of their camp entails, though. I mean, if we want to flush them out, all we have to do is block that up. Was the camp alerted? Not yet, but that ogre that we injured is definitely within shouting distance of the rest of the camp. He might be trying to recover face. Maybe. Does anybody have a silence spell? Like like he couldn't yell or anything? I I do, but I don't have it prepared. How long do you think before uh, reinforcements arrive? Depends how far away they are. If there's any other reinforcements around that heard the horn and are willing to make their way over there, I don't know. Are we willing to wait here for an hour or so for them to see if we get help before we try cracking this nut? I think that ogre with the ballista is going to inform everyone first, but I don't know what that's going to mean. If we want to, we can set up our own ambush here on the game trail. And then if one of us was forward, let's say, you know, Hold could go forward and watch to see what he does. And if more of them start coming, he can 
run to us and tell us who's coming and we can try to ambush them on this road that she's pointing to like the game trail we're on you know fight them away from their stronghold sure Relop, you think you can get us a decent spot off the game trail uh hide the horses and maybe set up an ambush here i mean i can get us into the forest and fairly well hidden i can't really set up an ambush but i think you have a good idea ambush can't be that hard we just need to be able to get us somewhat well hidden off either side of it and then just wait until they get in and pinch or attack them it'd be nice to know if anyone's coming along the road and seeing our signs too maybe, right maybe tucker could go back and alert us if the arasias are coming oh, i think we want to or forward and watching the ogres compared to either for help. that's what i thought hold could do but uh, if he wants to go back towards the game or towards the main road that's fine too I'm just thinking of ideas of covering both directions. Because if they have more people that are going to be using this, they could come from behind us. I was thinking not just the Rassi, but yeah, the other... Who knows if they have other raiding parties out. Right. Would you be okay with Tucker doing that? Yeah, that's no problem. And would you be okay basically being a scout out there forward? Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, they just lead them back to us. What could go wrong, right? Who <laughs> kind of holds us back a little bit. Otherwise, we have to just go back to the main road and keep going. I don't... I think the concern would be is if, even if we go back to the main road, it's only a matter of time till another one of their raiding party confronts us and we have to deal with this all over again. Or worse, yeah, we set up supplies to get trained and it just gets... They get all the supplies from both the Pyrians and the Lucites. Well, if I can wait a day and I can sleep, I can do a sending message to my cousin and tell them right where they are. I just... You know, right now, I can't do anything to inform them, but that's what the signal horn was for in the directional log. Right. I'm just hoping they can get the message now versus having to wait, but I don't know. Do you want to try to? Are you saying you want to avoid this conflict and try to let somebody else deal with it? I prefer that to running headlong into it. I'm not saying we're running headlong. We're just trying to set up and wait a little bit, see if we can get some reinforcements. I'm fine with either of those options. It's just if there's a lot of them, we're going to have to stay down and not attack. Hey, Hulk, were those... Two-headed ogres around the camp talking to each other. No, they were just standing at the entrance of the cave. <clears throat> Sitting around or something. Oh, okay. Yep. Could you send Tucker so to can. the cave to see if we can... Can we get a sense of how many of them there are? I think an owl's going to be a little out of place trying yeah. to fly into a cave like that. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get off the road. Okay. I'd put them about uh, 30 feet into the forest. Okay. Then I'm going to ritual cast the hut and just kind of hang out with uh, Tucker looking back on the trail towards the road. And I'm going to sit quietly for about an hour. Um, And then keep the horses away from that a little ways as well so it's out of eyesight of anybody from that trail. Okay. And so Holg is going to be forward towards the ballista gentleman to see if he does anything and if any more people come. You come running back to us as quickly and quietly as you can. So you're going back to them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tucker will go back to the road so that he can look in through Tucker's eyes to see if Arasias or more people are coming, just being a tree nearby. Is that okay? Yeah, that was okay. That was the the plan. plan. Okay, good. And uh, I would like to sit down and kind of meditate on my previous actions, aka short rest. <laughs> <laughs> Hold when you get back to that spot, that ogre is not there. Nor is the ballista. Okay. Inch a little bit closer to the camp, I think. See if I can kind of scout out. Okay, go ahead and roll your stealth. 18. 
it's kind of shimmy a tree a little bit, you know, you're sort of trying to look down on it a little bit. The two, if we're calling them Ettons, they are a little more active than they were before. They seem to be standing and they're kind of arguing with each other. You notice now that the heads sort of talk to each other and then talk to the one across the way and they sort of seem to be bickering with each other. Before they were just sort of sitting and lounging and now now they're like up and possibly alarmed. Mm. Great. I can't really see anything beyond the mouth of the cave at all or there's a little bit of shadow and uh, maybe there's a fire inside because you do see some sort of movement along the side of the entrance. See if I can get a little bit closer to the uh, mouth of the cave. Try to peer in a little more. Okay, throw shelf again. 18 again. You try to kind of move off to one side a little bit in the, in the bush. There's definitely a clearing before you get to this cave. And you get close enough and you can... You think that there's a bend in that in that entrance. Like as you get closer, it's you know it's not just open to to a cave, but it must sort of turn off because you're because of the way the light's hitting. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's not going to let me peek in from outside. Okay. You do hear them bickering with each other as as you get closer to. They sound like you would imagine like an ogre sounding or something, and they're just going on about like, well, I don't see it. I don't know what we're supposed to be looking for. The other ones, the other ones, like, well, just. I don't know what it is either, but just keep your eyes out. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to head back to camp then. Gives me an idea. So, How was your trip? <laughs> Quiet. Where's rel- relapse in the hut? Mm-hmm. Okay. He has to be. Find him with his arms crossed behind his head. Yeah. Where's Tucker? Is he seeing anything? Uh-huh. He's back by the trail where we came off to come okay. this direction. I was able to overhear the Ettons have been warned that there's something coming their way Hmm. but they haven't been told what okay so my guess is why don't we throw tucker at him like just have him attack their faces or something yeah i mean they don't seem like a terribly bright lot they might assume that that is the biggest threat that they're gonna face hmm can tucker die no well they can splat him and you have to resummon him right but i mean he just goes into Feywild or whatever yeah like effectively they could get rid of him for today mm-hmm. i mean you think that if we send tucker in there they would chase after him and we could make our way into the cave or what do you i think they might i mean they basically like i said they've been told something's coming their way but they have no idea what it is hmm. i i don't think it would take much to lure them away under some sort of pretense that whatever they see is what they're waiting for would they attack a glowing sort of light Floating in the air in front of them? Maybe. I think Tucker might be a better bet. Is everybody down for trying to lure him out? But that just takes care of the two guards. We don't know what else is inside that cave. Well, you want them to come out, you plug the hole at the top, and all the smoke fills in, and they come out. Plug it with what? We'll figure it out once we know how big that hole is, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so we're proposing the idea of sending Tucker in to chase off the two Etten. The rest of us all run up and stuff the stump whole chimney with something to block it off and smoke out everyone else who's in the cave out into open land? Sure. I still say we wait until we know we're reasonably confident we're not going to get reinforcements anytime soon. How much longer do you want to wait? How long have we been waiting? Yeah. Put it about an hour. Congratulations. 
<laughs> Thanks. Don't look excellent. I don't know. I don't remember exactly where. I was thinking afternoon. Okay. Kind of where we were. I don't that's remember sure. where we left it, but that's that was what we had in mind. I mean, is this something? Do we want to try and do this at dusk or something? Or? I think we need I to. I mean, do the drawback the there is, I'm fairly certain they probably see in the in the dark as well as I do. I was going to say we probably should do this during daylight because then. Um, at least Lucan and I, I'm pretty confident, can't see in the dark. Yeah, I'm not so sure about looking at Zan. Oh, yes, I, I can see fine in the dark. I think we leave the horses here and we go by foot further. Mm. We try the Tucker idea that Hulk said, and then after that we try seeing what we need to do to smoke them out. Is everyone still comfortable doing a frontal assault on this place with your current resources? I feel a lot more refreshed, I'll, but I don't know about the rest of you. I'll do the best I can. Yeah. We're just going to wait a couple hours to see if anybody comes for reinforcements. And if they don't, we're going to make a plan to run in there, I guess. So we've already waited an hour. We're going to wait for like three hours. Maybe two total. So you finish that conversation and you can hear something moving through the woods. From which direction? The direction of the ogre. Through the woods or through the roll, on the game trail? Probably down the trail. Can we roll perception um, checks? Sure. I'm going to... Hide off the side of the trail, kind of in any sort of brush or anything. Okay, go ahead and roll your stealth. 14. 15 for stealth. <laughs> oh, I don't see them. You are pretty darn stealthy. Mm-hmm. All of my stealth checks have been single-digit rolls. Got a 12 for perception. Okay. Kind of feel like the ground's moving a little bit, and you're all ways off of the trail, but down the trail, there's a small group of ogres, presumably, coming down trail. Probably It's hard to tell because they're all just sort of becoming this fleshy mass as they come by. But there's there's at least six of them. And they are yelling at each other and talking like... You hear one of them say something about finding men and horses. And they're irritated, basically. Are there any double-headed ones? You don't think so. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Again, you're not getting you know the whole in, the whole image here too because you guys have put yourself away from yeah. the trail, right? So yeah. you don't have a perfect view of it. But it's like you just sort of are watching them through the leaves as they go by. So you're not getting every detail, but you, you they're definitely carrying big clubs. They're really irritable. So do we take this time to go back to the camp? I mean, if we're going there's to six less of them, there? <laughs> I don't know. If we're going to attack, we should do it now while they're. Separated away from their stronghold? I don't know. Yep. That's yeah, a lot of ogres. That's a lot that are not there right now. So you want to let them go by and make our way to the cave? Yeah. You want to give it a try? Why not? All right. All right. <laughs> Is my uh, mage armor still up or do I need to recast? Yeah, yeah. It's eight hours, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. It runs out middle battle. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll randomly behind the screen. It's off. My no! <laughs> I have a stop. <laughs> initiative. <laughs> it's gone on initiative. We'll wait for them to go all the way by and their voices to disappear in the distance, okay. and then we'll make our way towards Lucan the camp. says, Zan, here, take these. He's going to give you a couple healing potions. I have five. I know, but if you need to heal us, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Does everybody have some so you can drink them if you need them? Sure. <laughs> That's not a yes. <laughs> it's, it's not a yes option. or no question. Where the Merc shirt says, "Sure, sure, sure," <laughs> and then on the back it says, "Hi." Okay. Awkward. So, what are we going to try to stuff this thing with? What, what do you want to smoke them out with? Lucan's ego. Cool. I, if that would work, I would use Lucan's ego. Yeah, but yeah. 
great, fantastic. Jokes are hilarious. All jokes aside, we need to know how big that hole is before we can actually figure that out. Did you see the stump? Did you know how big it is? Nope. All right. This is what we could use. We could use a couple of those tents, put it over the top, because if they're going to, if you layer it, it should be enough to stop the smoke and push it down. Tents? Don't you guys have tents? Also, like a tent on top of it? Yeah. Stretch canvas across it? Yeah, stretch the canvas on top of it. Okay. Let's take that with us then. So are they in... I'm sorry, maybe I'm not understanding. I thought the, the hillside and the stump were there, and then they were behind it. Mm-hmm. They're in front of it? The stump's above them. Okay. Like, they're standing... Yeah, it's like... Chimney. Think of it like a, like a cabin or something. Sure. It, right? Your big they're standing in front of the cabin. All right. Chimney on top of the cabin. Does anybody want to try to, like, stealth their way around and up there to try this while we wait and then go towards it when they start smoking? Sure. Okay. Who else wants to go with them that can stealth? I'll go. All right. All right. So, so Merc, Lucan, right, we'll and Zan will wait on the road. <laughs> we'll wait on the road and wait for the smoke, and then Relop and Hulk will go up to try to stuff the chimney. Okay. What'd you get? I got 15. Okay. What, what and you guys are, are trying to walk around. Yeah, we're trying to like, and then go wrap up the around side the back of the, of the hill. hill. And, yeah. All right. So you pop there. Are you still, still on the Coney? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what's funny is that for once... Hulk is not the nimble one. You know, that that darn rabbit just knows what it's doing as it hops around. And Hulk sort of like is really sort of awkwardly sneaking over all of these twigs. And he's got your leaf thing down, though. He's really right. watching for the leaves. Good, good. <laughs> you get up towards the top of the hill. You can hear the Ettons down there. They're uh-huh. still there. One of them is, in fact, snoring. And the other one's like poking at it. Because it's like one head went to sleep. And, like, he pokes at himself, basically, to wake up the other head. Nice. Wake up! I'm not doing this myself! And there's the the stump. It's pretty big around. It's probably about five feet across. Would a tent fit over it? Five feet, yeah. Would you drape a tent over Mm -hmm. it? And, you you know, it's got ropes already attached to it. Yeah. Want to give this a shot? Yeah. All right. Cap it. And then I'm going to cast message to Merc and let him know that it should start smoking up pretty quick here. Did we see any other entrances or exits while we were on the backside of that thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're I mean, you, you didn't you didn't mm-hmm. ever like get to the back to the back. You know, you sort of went right. off to the side. Yeah, so it's yeah. possible there might be something else further on. But quick scan the horizon to see if smoke's coming out of other places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, somebody said gophers in his yard. Or, <laughs> mm-hmm. They said they're good. It's just a matter of how long we want to wait. Well, let's move forward at least so we can see them. Sure. So we'll make our way up the trail a little ways till we can at least see the Ettons okay. in the front of the cave. Right. So you guys are just staying up there next to it, or what are you doing afterwards? After you, uh, after you put the I canvas down? I would probably retreat back to like a tree line somewhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're heading back down kind the way you back can. Down. Yeah. You do hear some talking through the hole, right? Mm-hmm. Especially after you put it on. It's a little echoey, and it's hard to make out what's being said. Mm-hmm. Does either of you speak giant? No, sir. So that might be part of it, right? Because they're probably speaking in a language that is outside of your realm. There's definitely people, you know, the thing apparently about these giant kin is that they like to be, to yell at each other because that's just all you've seen all day. That That's what you're hearing inside. All right. Merc and Lucan and Zang get up to the site of the Ettons. And again, you, they're seeing a similar thing where one of those Ettons just, you know, there's four heads and one of the heads just tries keeps keeps like nodding off and the other one's poking at it and the other one's yelling at it and they're standing in front of the door one of them's kind of leaning on his club the other one's got it up over his shoulder 
Is there smoke coming out of the door yet? Not immediately. Must be a big place. Sure. No. Bamf Tucker and kind of have him fly straight through the whole thing. See how far he can get into it. Into the... Into the cave. Oh, okay. Zip on in. Yeah. Just so that I can kind of get a layout of what we're looking at. All right. So this little white owl comes fluttering out. You know, you guys, you you guys have been talking about Tucker like all day long, right? And like you haven't actually seen him. You're like, (laughs) okay, you put him at the, you know, and here he comes, just sort of flutters out and... Zips past. Are you worrying about stealth or anything? Or are you just flying on by? No, not so much. Okay. Zips on by. One of the Ettons is like, whoa, what was that? Kind of zips past them. One of them kind of goes, the, the one that was sort of like leaning sort of stands up straight and kind of does this ridiculous swing like way past after the owl went by. Just And it zips inside. What you see as you go in it does sort of careen. It's like a has one big bend as you walk through the entrance, and then it goes into the main cavern. Mm-hmm. The cavern is full of. It's got a. It does have a fire in the center. Mm-hmm. It does seem smoky, like it's starting to fill with smoke. There's a few ogres sort of around, and they, and you can see that they're kind of trying to. It's just like right at the moment where they're all like starting to figure out what or recognize that something's wrong with the circulation in here. And the, you do also see some little some cage. They look like they might be almost like wicker. Okay. Uh, they must be stronger than that, but they but, but that's kind of what they look like. And you see some humanoids in there, like, you know, humans, basically, in wicker cages sort of around, kind of towards the back of the cave. There's also what looks to be kind of like a shrine. And you can see this. It's almost, it's like a, like an effigy, like a humanoid figure almost, but it's made in sticks. Like Blair Witch or something, right? Like or this, Wicker Man. Yeah, something like that. And where the head should be, there's kind of this gold urn right at the top of it. Right behind that, there are two ogres that don't look exactly like the rest of them are all sort of almost naked. Just like loincloths almost. And the ones behind them, one of them actually has a little bit of a, like a crown on, It's which is way too small for his head. Right. Looks like a little fez or something. Right. And then the other one has actually like a bear skull on it, on brow. And they are also like standing up and sort of looking around. Right, confused. And trying to figure out what's happening. Do I get a number of like how many are inside? You're looking at about five in there at this moment. Plus the two outside. So Plus the two on outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And then <clears throat> something hits him and he pops. Oh. <laughs> Feathers and then that's fun. You're back. All right, I'm gonna relay all that through message to Merc. There's five more in that cave. As you say that, because you're within sight of the thing, mm-hmm. you see the canvas blow off like something hit it. Yeah, we need to go now. Yep, hey, we got rid of their tent. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go charging down the road. Okay, going after the Ettons. Sure. We're just blindly charging the two guys. Well, I'm gonna. Walk up and they're like, I want to fight the smartest one of you. <laughs> they all look at each other. Uh-huh. All right, yeah. roll your decimal. Yeah. I'm at 23. Oh, that's nice. what you're mad about. Yeah, that he rolled a hard 20 on an initiative roll instead of... A wasted 20? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or is it... Perfect? Hey, I rolled it for a nature check, so... <laughs> what's better? I got a 19. 19? 21. 15 for me. And Mark's... What'd you get? A 2. All right. So, Holg, you guys are you're coming down the hill right as you see these guys come out. And it's kind of a surprise. You didn't know that was going to happen. And suddenly you see 
Merc run out, say something snappy, and suddenly the Etons are going that direction. So at this point, in this turn, you could, because you could drop pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. But at this turn, you probably could do like a, probably do a ranged attack if you wanted to, and then drop down behind them Mm -hmm. because of your second story work. Right. So it's just the two Etons that are out there right now? Yep, right now it's just, we're just dealing with two Etons. I don't like the idea of uh, dropping down and then having a whole bunch of ogres to yeah. come up behind you. Like <laughs> at the cave entrance? <laughs> I thought so I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and go around. Okay. And as nice as it would be to make that ranged attack, I think I'm going to hold Just going to do a move and a dash? Yeah. Just speed up and get up. Yep. So so next action, you'll be within range to smack somebody. And these guys are going to be on them close enough to that you'll be in melee with them, too. All right. Relap. Gonna take Holmes' lead and close the distance a little bit. Still, sort of stay behind him. Hit one of them with a ray of sickness. Okay. And it's Constitution saving throw. Eighteen hit. It does. It's hit. It's a hit and a saving throw. It's a hit and a saving. Throw. The saving throw is probably fifteen. Incorrect. All right. So they made their saving throw. Okay. He takes nine points of poison. Right. Uh, one, of, one of them has some blue face paint down one side of him, the other one doesn't. Mm. That was the blue face paint. Differentiate between them for us. Lucan. Lucan will take a swing. Can he tell that Relap just hit one? Does yeah, yeah, you saw him. Mm-hmm. Okay. He'll take a swing at the, what, that one. What does Ray of Sickness look like? Oh, I'd imagine it's just like a, like a green beam? ray. Yeah. Okay, so you see this green ray come in and hit it from behind. All right, Lucan's going to go up, and he's not going to yell because he's going to try to keep this as quiet as combat can be. And he rolled a 26. Hits. May the light Um. strike you down. (laughs) (laughs) Just go for it to his ear. I'm the champion of light. I'm not not even going to divine smite. I want to. uh, The same guy? You're hitting the guy with the blue face paint? Uh, Yeah, yep, the one that was hit for eight points of damage. Okay. Come in, give him the slice, and he's he's basically turned to figure out what the heck just hit him, and then it's it's kind of weird because the one head has has turned towards Relop, and then just as you think you're gonna come in and surprise him, the other head looks Alright. Turns and looks at you. We kind of take a second swing. Uh, sixteen to hit. Hits. For six points of damage. Okay, same idea, and it, you know, just growls. This guy's got kind of like mutton chops on his face. It's just big, just scruffiness uh, hanging off him. Gross. And he's just like, ha! Say gross. Mutton chops are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this guy deserves the die. You're the anti mutton chop. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Zane's turn. She's going to run forward next to Lucan, or near Lucan, but not engaged in melee with those things. Hold the sword out, and the similar light tendrils will go out and wrap the other one. I'm going to try to hold person on. Okay, nice. So 15 wisdom, Okay. which I hope is super low for Eddins. Yeah, so these things just sort of wrap it up. Just blind it. And they start, again, start yeah. yelling at each other. These two heads are like, what are you doing? Quick, move! It can't even do that. It's paralyzed. Oh, it just doesn't even talk? <laughs> yeah, okay. it just it binds its mouth. It binds its arms okay, together. Kinda... It's... It's locked. Much and she's just holding it there. <laughs> but yes, it just freezes up. And then she'll point to the other one like... Okay, that's concentra- <laughs> concentration, right? Uh, yes, it's concentration. Okay. All right, blue guy is going to swing at Lucan. I thought it was funny to give Ettens a guard job duty because they have two heads. Yep. And like <laughs> To watch, but they're also idiots. A lot of Monty Python. <laughs> All right, big All right. club swings Lucan's way. He's got two attacks. So first, so it swings at you. This one actually has, uh, it does have a club. It also has kind of a battle axe. 
like an old etched battle axe. Oof. The battle axe swings at you first, and axe. that one actually misses. The other one, the the ooh, the other one comes and swings as well, and it's like the two heads have their own thoughts, like because the battle axe comes in and kind of you sort of dodge out of the way, and the other one comes in and sort of smacks the battle. It's really awkward. It's it's like you know the two heads are sort of fighting, and it smacks the battle axe out of the way and just makes this huge gong noise and the other one again they're yelling like come on does he get a he does nothing other than take the check at the end of his turn okay so that's 15 wisdom so he's gonna take a a check but it's his whole turn to do it doesn't pass it he like he's still locked he's still locked it i'm gonna attack the the one that lucan's been fighting nice uh 24 hits 16 points of damage and then uh, i'm gonna follow up with the backswing on this guy okay well that was an awful roll but I did get a natural 20. 13. All right. So Merc comes in, slices back and forth, and this thing is like, it's just so angry it doesn't know what to do with itself. You know, it's just getting slices all over the place. This thing, and, you know, the greatsword comes through and catches him in two different spots, and he's just trying to decide who to yell at. And we go back to hole. All right. Uh, I'll have the uh, two short swords, and I'm going to come up behind the uh, blue face. Mm-hmm. AC 12. That'll hit, actually. Yep. Yeah. English <laughs> mounts hit twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great ones. Yeah. A lot of ones. Good Yahtzee roll. <laughs> A lot of sap. <laughs> A little full. A lot of sap. Uh, that's 16 damage. And then with his offhand, he will swing with uh, Malice for 23 or six points of damage. And? And he makes his constitution saving throw, which he will probably do. Pass. He's, yeah. he's got bonuses on his con. What, what's the number we're looking at? Uh, 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, All right, not surprised. Yeah. Con save, not a smart one. <laughs> it's a good, uh, you know, get a wizard with that yeah, thing, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. You just wreck him. Or Zan. Or me. Tesla yeah, I would be absolutely screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't I stop bleeding? I'm supposed Mila. to bleed. This atten looks like it's in it's racked. Like it's just it just suddenly got stabbed like eight times. Like just <laughs> yeah, and the other one's just sort of like locked in over there. Just holding the sword out in front of him, like ah! just gonna do an acid splash on the standing one. Okay, it's twenty to hit. Hits uh, six points. This thing is like wobbling. Acid hits it, and it's just it doesn't even know sort of who to look at. It's almost sad as it stands there. But it's still standing. Yep. Take my turn to feel pity for it. <laughs> <laughs> I pity you. And now look on this community. Yeah. I I'll pity lay on hands and I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It is Lucan's turn, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He will take a swing. Alright. A twenty-six again. Hits. For seven points of damage. And it drops. So, staggering. You do feel a little bit of pity, but you know that there's a bunch of big stuff inside that cavern, and you just slice in front. And it doesn't take its heads off, but it, like, kind of catches both throats as it goes through. And blood just sort of, like, sprays in front of it. And it drops to the ground with both weapons clanging. So do I just auto-crit the one that's still... You roll with advantage, and if you hit, you crit. Oh, roll of the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 to hit. Okay. 21 points of damage. 21. All right. So the fresh one's standing there. 
And Lucan turns, slices, he, you know, cuts through and then just whips around and just sticks into the other one. And it's a pretty good hit, too, but there's no movement from it. It just sort of slides in, pulls out, blood starts pouring, but there's no reaction because of the spell that's got it locked in. Dancer? So she has the sword facing downward with the tendrils. So she's going to spin it in her hand upwards and then go towards him and just plunge it into his sternum. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be a 23. Hits. Uh, which will also be a crit, so it's going to be 11 points of slashing damage. Okay. All right. Can go for any. You're, you're, you're like almost going for his heart, sort of yeah. thing. It does hit his sternum, but it sort of bounces up. Yeah. It's a little, <laughs> a little meatier than you thought. Yeah. And it sticks up kind of underneath his shoulder blade. And a so little the bit. sword's in him, and the tendrils are coming out of the sword and still wrapping him. Nice. So she's got the sword sort of dug into him. Pulls it. There's almost like blood wrapping around the tendrils. Yeah. And then just sort of hits to the ground. It's turn. All it can do is see if it can get out of this. Nope. <laughs> All right, still sitting there. Oh, that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I come in. I'm going to come in with this big overhand job. With it does an 18 hit. Mm-hmm. So 29 points of damage. I like it when I have to actually do the math. <laughs> <laughs> All right, comes in and just, you know, she had just stabbed in and sort of pulled out. He's on the side. She comes in, in and comes up on top of that. Just that shoulder blade just and... It's weird because it's sort of like holding it in place, but it doesn't look like it should be in place anymore. Like, it's the spell is holding his bones together, even though you totally just smashed into him. And then I'll follow up on the backswing and basically do an upward swing. Okay. Uh, 18 again, 23 points of damage. This thing doesn't look like it should be standing anymore, but it's, it is. The spell's holding it, but it's like blood is, the, the belly of it just sort of opened up with that hit. But it's still sort of hanging in there. You can almost see some entrails. But it's hanging in. So it looks dead. It's not. But yeah. It's like okay. it should be ready to go. Oh, it's your turn. Oh, casually walk on over. Pull on its entrails. And I roll a natural 20 because why not? <laughs> you just did? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you got to roll with an advantage, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's that advantage. one? Yeah. Uh, 36 points of damage. Whoa. <laughs> He literally needed to do one. one. <laughs> That's where he was. He was auto kill. Slides the sword up into in rib cage, and just almost like shimmies it around in there, and then just pulls it out, and just it just sort of liquefies underneath. Okay, I'm gonna step and back away the, from. That. And then for a second, the spell is almost like holding this half a body. Yeah, you know, there's barely anything hanging from yeah. the top top half, and then bloody mess at the at the at the bottom of it so the two sentries have been taken out nothing has come out of the doorway oh see because if i saw i've heard anybody come over here scatter just to come. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just somebody stands there like Whoa. yeah there's just two dead Jeez, ends there quick before the old man comes out of his house and sees <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> there's nobody coming nobody's coming out i want to go to the edge, I'm like not in front of the, the cave entrance. I want to go to like the side and like peek around the corner. I described it to Holger earlier. It basically curves off, so it's it, they picked a good cave because you got to get in there to see it. The smoke started kind of like back yeah. or no, no they blew, they, off they it blew it out. Okay. So, I'll go back up and cover it back up. Hey, I have a crazier <laughs> idea. I'm like throw a fireball down it instead. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I'm 
Oh, that's that kind of you, you did fireballs. see humans yeah. in cages. Yeah, I don't. Oh, for God. I don't I think he, he didn't tell me that. Or did he? <laughs> <laughs> he said I've everything the, he saw in there. I'm just going to sit up there and kind of. So you're going to hop back on the rabbit and run. Yeah. Or I guess run, you never got yeah. off, right? Yeah, so you're going to ride back up there. Head back up, grab it, try to cover it up again. Okay. All right. Everybody's standing out there, and the rabbit hops up with Relop, and he kind of grabs the tarp. He saw where it landed and goes to flop it back over. As he's doing that, he does hear, again, they're speaking in giant, but you're pretty certain you heard the word mortis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Great. So we're going to make our way over to the cave entrance, like to the sides of it, or at least, I would think. Flank it. I'm going to start flanking the sides. Stab the first thing I see come out. Do they try and blow the uh, tarp off again? Just as you're wondering. (laughs) Everybody's waiting. Kind of doing that, like... Like on a video game where the yeah. can we hear them coming at all? Can we sort of standing there? We're, we're in the cave. No, you're hearing nothing. No, we're to that's the side of it. Like that's no, everybody's just sort of like waiting it out, not sure what's going to happen. Well, we can't wait too long. We get six ogres coming back and make a deck save. Relop. Where's Relop right now? Up on the top of the hill. Okay. Basically, the opening just sort of explodes and rocks go flying out. Wow, okay. And so, like, it opens up probably to about 12, 15 feet wide. There's this big gap. You do, like, you kind of roll away, but it, so nothing hits you, but you'd, like, this big rock just, like, plants itself right next to you. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's no more cover in that thing. Okay. <laughs> Send message down. I, I think they know we're here. I think they knew that before. What are we doing? I have a dumb idea. I'm just gonna walk in there and see if and walk back out and say follow me. Okay. So I start walking <laughs> in. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're going in alone. Everybody else is yeah, outside. I'm, I'll follow him. Okay. How about we just all go in? Yeah, we'll, we'll go just in. all go in. Yeah. I don't know. They're not going to come out. I'm yeah. going to circle. They're in a fortified position. They're yeah, gonna they're not going to see out. what they can do to use it. They're going to turtle in. Yep. Okay, so relapse up top. Actually, while I'm up there, can I circle around to kind of on top of where I saw the Wicker Man thing? Because that was towards the back, kind of. Okay. What you probably could do is go to the front. So effectively, we're looking at the mouth of the cave, we're going west. Mm-hmm. And so Wicker Man would be north. So on a scale of one to uh, Talladega Nights, how much do you like that fireball? Scale one to Talladega Night. I don't know what that means, but uh, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I love Talladega Nights, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing I love that fireball. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Chip. <laughs> I come at you like a spider monkey. So, who's all, who's going in? We're all going Everybody? in. I guess I'm going to lead, though, because I said I was going in first. All right, yeah. and uh, relapse up top. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so... kind wants to get Tempest out instead of a sword while they're walking through. Okay. Uh, let's let's have everybody re-roll initiative since we're kind of restarting. Been nice knowing you guys. What are we in combat? What are you talking about? What? Just leave me right yeah, there. Yeah, but why? Twenty. Eighteen. I'm a four. You under four? Jeez. <laughs> How? Well, I rolled a three and I have no bonuses. Okay. Yeah. This is why you so tie four and three. What else we got? We got eleven. Literally, all of them are between us. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> it's just a. Oh yeah, Hog, Hog Lucan, and then a bunch of baddies, and yeah, Hog, come around the corner. Basically, I can't surprise you because of that stupid sword. 
<laughs> Who gave us that stupid? That's story? not. That's not. Honestly, I wasn't trying to get rid of it. Get rid of it. But yeah. now I'm. Now I'm like, dang. I kind of wish I had because there's been like more than one ambush. Now it's I'm like, wait a minute. Good. It's pretty good. It's a little. Too Although good. it means you're going to be within thirty feet, so I'm just going to find spells that go to forty feet and sure, just throw them at you. Just nuke the party. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Olg, you're up. You come around the corner, and there are there's five total, right? Basically, you've got three ogres up close. Like they are just they're doing kind of what you guys were doing outside. They're like waiting. Problem is, their nest just not quite as fast as you are. So it's like you're coming in, and you're seeing these. You know, it's like Tom and Jerry, right? Like like just waiting for you to come out of the mouse hole, and they're gonna stomp down at you. All right. (laughs) Well, since Lucan's gonna be coming up behind me, I will come out of the entrance and kind of like go to the side of the first one and I'll hold my attack until like Lucan or someone is within a threatening range. Okay. Prepping myself and waiting when uh, Lucan comes through the so door. So as soon as he comes through the door, you're going to stab because yeah. that way you get the bonus. Right. Gotcha. Kneecap the, right. the guy. So like if Lucan never came through the door, which I'm sure he will, but well, if he didn't, you would just sort of lose that. It is a reaction attack. Okay. Yep. So can I carry that? Yep. <laughs> I just have to take one hit. That's all. <laughs> all right, so Lucan comes through the door, and now you're going to attack. <laughs> AC 17. Hits. 21 points of damage. Whoa. These three, you know, again, they're all just sort of like loincloths, basically. You know, very little clothes on these things. And they are all standing there with these big clubs. One of them, it's hard to tell. You're like, is one of these the guy with the ballista? You know, like you're mm-hmm. not really sure, but you're like, he kind of looks like it. So you attack that guy and, uh, you know, slicing pretty good before, you know, he's standing there just holding his club ready to go and you just split open the front side of him. Um, nothing comes out exactly other than some blood, but, you know, you're, you're like starting the process of sort of disemboweling this big belly in front of you. Lucan you see him attack one of these three ogres. So you see the three ogres right in front of you. There's okay. definitely bear skulled one, probably, I mean, he's kind of a ways away at this point. He's on the other side of the fire. He's kind of by that big wicker thing that they described. Okay. But you're not sure where the other guy would be. You, you just see the four as you okay. first enter. I'll just attack the one that Hulk attack, and I will take a swing. I got a 22 for eight points of damage. <laughs> Smoky in here. <laughs> it's very smoky in here, thanks to <laughs> Canvas Boys over here. Um, and I will take another swing. Okay. 23 hits to hit for six points of damage. All right. So this one ogre's taking quite a bit of damage from... He's he's kind of shocked by what occurred there. He's going to swing at the bigger of the two people going against Lucan. All right. Oh, I had Tempest. Duh. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, I, sw- I pulled it away. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry. Got in there and Screwed just put it just like well they're right on top of you right so you walked yeah, in you were like Ooh, and you sort of went the other direction drew your sword real quick all right so he swings this big club at you and catches you a little bit by surprise probably because of tempest really because you were sort of like you you were sort of like oh and grabbing your your shield like you sort of changed tactics right at the last moment and he just he catches you for nine points just sort of okay. glances you your mithril armor. The other two that are there are going to one of another one's going to swing at Lucan and the other one's going to swing at Hold. I like to use protection against for Hold. Okay. So it's disadvantage on that swing. Okay. The f- first one that I was swinging at Lucan missed anyway. The second one swinging Hold misses as well. So. <laughs> and again, these things, these clubs are just smashing into the side of the stone. And when they do that, they just bust 
this almost like shale sort of comes calves away from the side and hits down at the ground beneath you. Everybody needs to roll a con check. Like counter Everybody, Oh, well, never mind. Okay. Oh. <laughs> What's the range on that? Is leave 60? Yeah, 60. Okay. What, the, what are you rolling against? It's 10 plus the level of the spell, so. Okay, so you're going against the 5. Uh, no. Ah! Do you get to add your spellcasting modifier or anything? Yeah. Everybody uh, else roll their con. I got a 20. 12. 16. 17. I rolled a 17, for you. but I got an under. <laughs> Lucan's sickly. Lucan, what'd you get? 12. Okay. We got a lot of diamond dust, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't have the ability to cast your good fire right now. <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll be okay. We have lots of potions. All right. Got all the potions. Lucan's going to take fact. 28 cold damage. <laughs> everybody, everybody else is going to take half that. You, so take, you said cold damage? Cold, cold damage, yeah. Okay. So that basically what happened, this, like... We got... Yeah. I have evasion, so. so. So you're taking none, half, zero. No, none at that If point. he makes it, if I made the saving throw, I gotcha. Take zero. So you're taking none. Okay. So, yeah, just. How much was comes the damage through. again? It would be 14 for you. 14. Yep. So it came from the bear head, the bear skull. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The. Mm hmm. <laughs> the complete opposite one I thought it was. Duke that guy. Me too. Mm-hmm. Just for the record. The ogres I didn't roll for yet because they're actually in the mix of it. Oh, so yeah. That's they good are. for you guys. But they're con saves. They're fine. Still they would 14. be if they rolled better. Mm-hmm. All right. Still 14. Oh, so, so we're all just blasted by cold. So as the thing comes through, it just busts. Cole kind of feels something in the back of his neck and sort of jumps out of the way. Mm-hmm. Everybody else takes a little bit of damage. As this comes through and you can just feel it like on, on your skin as it just sort of tightens up like frostbite. Like when you step out into the cold in the middle of the winter, the one that had been hit on actually freezes solid. <laughs> nice. And just like he's a statue with these sort of icicles facing away from the spellcaster. So with Lucan's helmet, is he like hurt really bad, but then feels fine at the same time? <laughs> no, it's not oh, too bad. Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. That, that's you do feel this. Cut on your fingers. You're like this purple helmet. No. Throw your magic helmet down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who needs this? Lucan, you hadn't seen the guy, but a uh, javelin comes and ah. flies pat, and it just goes by you and hits the wall behind you. Okay. Kind of because it's kind of a little stony, and it just bounces off. And lands in front of you. Okay. Merc, note that. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Zan's turn. Okay. Wow. All right. Two are, ogres right up on you guys, kind of. Yeah. Are they jamming up that door? Can I get through them without taking attacks uh, of opportunity? Or am I going to... Am no, I stuck yeah, in the they're cave? jamming the door at this point. Yeah. You need to get rid of these two that are still standing Okay. Here. And one is dead and the other two are just kind of frozen. frozen. Almost use the frozen one as cover, you okay. know? So she'll, she'll do that for sure, and then we'll just run up and hit one of them. Both of them are, other ones are fresh, right? Or does one yeah. is more wounded? Well, than well fresh minus the spell. The yeah, but they look roughly them. the same. Yeah. Damage-wise? Okay. Yeah, they were not touched, and the spell came through and Perfect. probably hurt them. Yep, so she'll just longsword attack. Nope. Eight. Okay, so comes in, and she goes to swing, and it's just really tight. There's too yep. many people in the way. She's trying to not to hit any of her friends and just misses. Relop. Did I see where that uh, javelin came from? It did. It's past, you know, the little crown guy with the crown on right, it. Right. He is probably under, like, further underneath you. Like, it, oh, I mean, I you didn't see specifically because you're on the, you're sure. basically on the side that he is. Right, right. Okay. So he must be, like, pretty much standing under, beneath you on, uh, in the cave. Okay. If I rotate around, can I rotate and see that guy along with the other three? 
at this point they are very far apart from each other. So you've got the you've got the two that are standing up with your friends, and you can right. and, and you can clearly see them because you went to the other side. The one with the bear skull mm-hmm. is probably right underneath you. You get the impression that the other one is probably a little you know underneath you too, but maybe right. a little further back. But if I ran around the edge of the explosion, you're gonna basically and- you're gonna have to choose between the spellcaster and the ones that are on your friends. Well, no, I'm just wondering because I'm going to slow drop it on the spellcaster and hope to catch the other guy. Okay. If it doesn't work, it's still a good plan. <laughs> you cast a spell and you shimmy over so you can see him and you throw it down. You can see this big bear skull on top of his head. Mm. It actually is like, it's not really a helmet. It's just like capped on top of his head because he's a big guy. And when you hit him, you feel pretty good about it. But there's something up, like that little effigy is behind him. Mm. And that little urn that you'd seen through Tucker, something about it, like, you feel this, like, it's an it's an arcane thing, right? The only right. reason I'm telling you is because you're the wizard in the group, right? You, like, you feel something coming out of that. And it goes, it, it almost, it's almost like it goes to protect him, but it doesn't work. Oh, okay. And so he, like, you see him sort of slow down. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. But there's definitely, you get this little feel there's something going on with that something, effigy. Yeah. There's something uh, helping these ogres. I would like to use my bonus action to second wind for max hit points. Nice. And then uh, I'll close in with the closest ogre that's not a frozen statue. 12. So on the first attack, I do 13 points of damage. And then on the second attack, I do 11 points of damage. So come in just, you know, it's sort of his signature moves to slide this sword back and forth, almost like a, like a windmill. So this sort of like, you know, spinning back and forth with this thing and catches it across the front. You kind of remember hitting Troll at a certain point and, you know, having it just sort of fall apart. It doesn't quite do that, but it definitely did some damage to this thing. It's already sort of, it's blued from the spell that has hit it and kind of giving it some weird frostbite damage. Then we go to Holg. I'll slide on over next to the one that by Zan that I'll take a swing at. Okay. AC 11. Hits. Rolled a four. I told you they're naked. Yeah, we just keep lowering the bar as to what their AC is. (laughs) Like, was it 12? Is it 11? They're standing there in loincloths to see if you can do any better. (laughs) That'll be 19 points of damage. And then uh, with my offhand, uh, AC 15. Hits. For another six points of damage and a constitution save mm. of 15. A lot of blubber there. Rolls a tool. Holy hit it. <laughs> All right. This slicing through. This this thing's... It's hurting, though. Like, you, you definitely are affecting this one ogre as his friend is sort of frozen next to him. We count it's your turn. You got one that is pretty beaten up. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a swing at that one. Okay. Uh, 12 to hit. Hits. For nine points of damage. Okay. And I will take my second swing. Add 24 to hit. And nine points of damage. All right. Keeping that shield up and doing quick stabs. Great. So, stabby, stabby. And that one, it catches it right in the throat. And it kind of goes... It, like, looks at you in the eyes for a second. And you pull that out and drops to the ground. One ogre left right in front of you. It's turn. It's going to swing at Lucan because it just killed his best friend. Okay. Am I engaging that ogre? You are. I would like to signal strike. Okay. Con, it misses you anyway. And then Merc is going to... Hit it for 15 points of damage. Okay. Gets caught 
as it sort of overextends itself and then slices into him. Now we're down to Bear Skull. So Bear Skull is Mateo. Mm-hmm. He's going to this mortis. Slow All right, slow. go ahead and roll your eleven, or roll your eleven or higher. Okay, did it work? Yeah. Okay. He looks up at you. Oh yeah. <laughs> wave down at him, and he starts. Drew his eye uh, yeah. doing this thing where he's going to cast something at you. I look down at him and smile. Slow as <laughs> Oh hi. <laughs> oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you you know that this ogre that you're fighting is going to go down mm-hmm. soon. And so you're starting to think, okay, let's go get the guy with the bear skull. And you see him sort of, like, you know, he's done, and you can tell that he's been slowed. You've seen this before. You saw it with the squalum, the shark creatures and that. And so you think that Relop is probably slowing that dude down. And beyond that, you see the, the other one. And he it looks like he pops a potion, starts pouring it into his gullet, and then starts turning around. And heading the other direction. Now he's pretty far away. Like now, this is like the first time he's come into view. But he starts to head the other direction after taking this uh, potion back in the almost in the shadows. Like he's right on the edge of your vision. What, like, what direction is he going? Away from you. Like he's going further deeper into the cave. Into the cave. Okay. Is the answer? So with one of the ogres down, can I make it past and into the main room yet, or is it still jamming up the? Yeah, I mean, if you try to go past him, he's gonna he's gonna be able to swing at you. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So she's going to bust probably, past all I of them. I probably can't use protection on this, could I? Not on the action, I don't getting think. getting away. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't think it matters. He, no, he d20'd. Oh, did he 20? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happens. Uh, we'll see what kind of damage you can do. So Xan tries to get past, and this club comes down and just smashes behind her and hits you for 22. Okay. And you're not concentrating anymore, are you? No, I didn't have any spells up. Yeah, that was the. Yep, I was outside. She okay. was, she's running in to cast a spell, but she's not doing the spell now. So, so she runs, she gets hit. You hear her like scream. She kind of flails into the room and kind of spins and gets to her knees. And then she is going to put the sword out again, and light tendrils are going to wrap around Mister Bearhead. So, okay. fifteen wisdom save. Still casting this spell. Yep. Roll your perception. Twelve. You feel like you. It's much like a told relapse. Something happened with that urn behind it. Okay. I rolled the nat twenty, but it was with advantage because of that thing behind it. Like it. Oh, like it's giving them a bonus to save. It's helping them. Okay, I didn't know what it did. Well, no, I'm just telling you. You're getting the. You're getting this like feel that it's somehow something. Something there is helping those things. Yep. That's fine. All right. Relapse turn. Who all do I see right now? You see Zan. (laughs) You see and you see Bearhead. Bearhead. And you can still see the people in the doorway. Do I see the ogre that drank the potion? I'm gonna cast uh, Ray of Sickness. Green beam comes down. Twenty-one to hit. Hits. On which one, Mateo or the other ogre? The, the one, one there there in the doorway. The, the last of the guardians or the sentinels at the door. Yep. Fifteen points of damage, and he needs to make a Constitution saving throw. Fifteen. Yeah, he gets it. They're, they're con is their right, right. Hey guys, I forget. I give you guys bonuses on all saving throws. Sorry, forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally didn't no. matter. You were the only one that I know. It. <laughs> no, that's funny. So Mark's yep. time. How close is Mr. Bear Skull Mateo? Oh, it's pretty far away. It's probably 40 feet at this point. Uh, And you still got the one ogre still on you. I don't care about that guy. Uh, Can I, like, circle around him so I'm, like, within 30 feet of Mateo and still attack the, the ogre? Try to, yeah, you try to, like... I'm going, like, yeah, basically, like, kind of... Kind of circle around him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I want to sure. go, like, basically on the side, inside of the cave that he, from that guy, but not mm-hmm. actually leave his... Sure. 
Um, Just try to close the gap a little bit before you... I'll take my two attacks at at the ogre, regular ogre. Uh, That will miss. I do 11 points of damage and I miss once. And then I use the rest of my speed and just close in with Mateo. Okay. Yeah, it just slices in. It's looking pretty rough. kind of turns and it doesn't know whether to go after you or not. And then uh, we're at Hulk's turn. Mm -hmm. It's really kind of facing Merc, who's sort of sneaking away at this point. Uh, Roll in and try to slip between the cage. AC 14. Wow. Okay. (laughs) That is a hit. Uh, 29 points of damage. Holy cow. All right. Slide up between his, just right in between his ribcage. And nobody would ever see the ribcage on this guy, right? Like, he's just all blubber. He just slide out. It just opens and bleeds down. And then he just falls over and hits the ground with a huge, like, thud into the dirt. We are at Lucan. We have a bear guy, or, you know, the bear skull in front of you, and you don't actually see the other one. Like, he ran into the darkness. Um, Lucan will take out Tempest, and he's gonna throw it at the slowed guy. Okay. <laughs> Minus it, two is a nine hit. No. It does not. Oh. Alright. So, lightning comes shooting out of Lucan, and doesn't seem to hit anything. Alright. I need you, uh, I need you to take a Wisdom. Saving throw. Saving throw. <laughs> With advantage. Is he going to be carrying that urn around for advantage on... <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> 19? 19, okay. The spell finally goes off. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing seems to happen to you. Outstanding. <laughs> I still wave down at him. All right, Zan's turn. All you see at this point is guy with the bear skull. I'm going to drink a potion of greater healing. Ooh. I get 12 back on that 44 plus 4. <clears throat> Alright. Well, I don't just uh, auto-die. And I mean, then I'll advance up on him into melee. One of us had okay. to die tonight. Yeah. I mean, this plan. <laughs> Might as well be me. <laughs> <laughs> the one who didn't want to do it. The one who didn't want to do it. Realize you're <laughs> waving at the guy below you. I have done nothing this fight. Alright, go. Oh, I forgot to mention when that, when, when that spell went off, he said Mortis again. I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast Ray of Sickness on no, I'm not. All right. Green beam sort of sputters into existence and then stops. Then I'm going to point down at the urn and point at it, look at him, smile, and give him a big thumbs up. Like, I got you. Merc. Uh, I'm going in, and I'm just uh, going to see what I can do. I'm going to go for uh, some, I don't know, you know, I'm trying to think of like how to be more descriptive. Sword like swords. swingy action. Yeah, sword swing. I'll do some windmill. <laughs> 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 like Lisa and Bart when they're fighting. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna walk at you like this. <laughs> yeah. Does a 12 hit him? Because I think his is higher. It does not hit him, even though he's even with the slow. Ten points of damage to him for the second swing. That's the second swing, yeah. All right. So him in, catch him. He's got kind of uh, this guy's got wearing more. You know, he's got like bear skins kind of hanging off of him. You don't know if it's really armor, you know, but he's. He's definitely, he looks different than the rest. Back to Olg. Also, head that way. Let's take a stab at bearskin guy. 20. Hits. It's either up or down. It's Feaster's Famine. <laughs> 15 damage. Uh, AC 14. Mm, yes, because he's slowed. Yep. Yeah. yep. Yep. Three damage, and then a con check for that one. He's okay on the con check. One of these days, I'll fail one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just happen to be hitting beefy things. As long as he's still slow. One fine. of these days, you'll stab Xan in the side because he turned into Pharaoh. Slow one. Slow one. Take <laughs> All right, Lucan. All right, Lucan's going to 
walk up to Mateo, but he's going to yell down the hallway and yell out, Come back out and face us, Mortis. And he's going to take a swing at Mateo. Uh, 25 to hit. Hits. Mateo's not undead, is he? I'm going to Divine Smite this guy. Is he rolling undead damage or is he rolling regular damage? Yep. Because he has to know that. do extra damage? On Against undead, undead, yes. Yeah. It does? And yeah. fiends. Fiends and undead. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not doing any issue. So you don't even have to sense it, just roll the smite. <laughs> just punch things and then you'll know that you'll whatever know. they're undead. <laughs> hey, that looked like that did more. Uh, for 19 points of damage. Sword all lit up. Alright. And he's talking in a, what must be giant. That's kind of the assumption. Can I understand what he's saying? Uh, he needs, that's a, it doesn't automatically do oh, that. It, it allows you to cast the spell. Oh, okay. I will take a second swing. Okay, he's going to yell, I mean it, Mortis. Come out. And he's going to take another swing. And I hit at a 23. Hoot. Um, I'm not going to Divine Smite this one. So this one's going to be 12 points of damage. All right. Again, catches him. You know, he's sort of going, he's whipping back and forth and growling at you. It yeah. is Mateo's turn. And he yells something out and then disappears. Counterspell? Do you counterspell Oh, again? please counterspell that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> is it higher than third level? It is lower than third level. Sweet. He goes nowhere. <laughs> nice. All right. He yells something out, and then he just looks at that, looks up at that gnome. <laughs> I, look, I point down at the air and be like, I don't, I, don't, I shrug. Nice. All right, still standing there, and it's Zan's turn. So she'll yell up to uh, Relop. Keep an eye out for Mortis. He might be coming out of back entrance. And I'll like, just do that, and then she's going to Sacred Flame him in the face. Okay. So dexterity saving throw. That's a must she doing. Secret flip. <laughs> it's been what eight episodes? Why <laughs> we said it last episode or two? I think. Or I guess I thought about melting that necklace. That's the only thing I was talking about. Uh, Fifteen decks. Okay, he fails. Nine points damage. Radiant energy just splashes up in the face. All right. And relapse turn. Uh, acid splash. Twenty-four to hit. Hits. Seven. All right. Acid comes down. <laughs> right up through the hole in the skull and catches him on top and he kind of reacts to it. I'm sorry, he's got to take a uh, dexterity saving throw. That doesn't matter with what he rolled. Yeah. Oh, plus he's minus two. He's still slow. Excellent. Alright, Mercer. turn. He's standing in front of you and he's worrying about something and just hit him in the head. Yeah, he's about worried about something about going to hit him in the face as I do a couple of uh, overhand chops on him. You ain't that tall. <laughs> well, I mean, the blade. He's got a yeah. big sword. Like, I just go like this, and I'll hit him in the face. Sure. Conan the librarian him? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this book is overdue. Uh, That's what I should do is make all ogres sound like a really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> this is great. 22. So 12 points of damage on the first attack, and then the follow-up attack is 15 points of damage, which was 23 to hit, for the record. Okay, 15 after that, you said? Yeah. So just a couple of quick overhand chops. All right. He's looking pretty messed up. Like, it actually, that one actually split the skull in half, caught him, you know, the skull probably saved him from, from just going straight down, and it sort of split open his face a little bit on, on its way down. And he just looks like a bloody mess. Does he? How rough does he look? Pretty rough. I'll uh, action search, see if we can just polish this off. Okay. And uh, swing at him twice more. 17. Hits. We said 14 misses. 
Uh, hits because he slows. He's slow. The first attack hits him for 14 points of damage, and the second attack hits him for 13 points of damage. Okay, he was dead the first attack, so he just whoosh, slice through, and he, he sort of goes to his face almost, and he's he's really actually, what's funny is he never stops looking up at that gnome. Like, he's really upset with that gnome. <laughs> and, like, catch him under the arm with the first one, is, and that probably kills him, but you're when you whip back through, it just cuts right through his face, and it just opens up in front of you. And he falls backwards in a slump in front of the stick effigy urn at its face. Put my foot, that bear skull, and crush it. And I say, I don't like bears and I don't like you. By the way, now that you're closer to that effigy, so Zan's over there too, it really smells of like lamp oil. Hmm. Sacred flame. Just light the place on fire. Alright, so, standing there, you got dead ogres everywhere. There's one that's frozen at the doorway, and the one that had been back there is apparently gone. We can try to chase it down. It's just dark back there. Are we going after Mortis? I'm just going to go to her knee. <laughs> Lucana will go do a lay on hands. Her back is Heal. messed up. Heal. Uh, yeah. Zan. I would like to look at it. How much damage do you have on you? 23 off. I'm going to go Wait, scope yep, out these... fully healed. Alright. I'm going to go scope out these cages. There are three, there's a couple that are dead, just bodies in there. A couple that are look kind of freshly dead. You notice that most of them are pretty close to the effigy too. You know, like they circled them around them, uh, around it. There's a couple of skeletons that have probably been there for a mm-hmm. ridiculous amount of time. And then there are three live people. One of them is a young lady. She has kind of strawberry blonde hair, kind of freckles on her face. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a cloak. Yeah. I was going to ask if any of them match the um, people missing. Another yeah. one is she's a little bit, like this is a young lady, like in her maybe early 20s. This lady is, pro- the other one is probably in her mid 30s to mid 40s. It's hard to tell. She's kind of one of those ageless types. She's got kind of short, dark hair, blue eyes. She's got a piercing. She's got a pierced nose. She's got piercings in her eyebrows and along her ears on both sides. And and then there's another. There's a man who is kind of scruffy with sort of kind of some scarring and some white stubble all over his face and kind of a just his rest face is almost a snarl and he's got like a gap between his teeth. Are you all okay? She's going to go to the cages. The starry blonde is kind of speechless. She's trying to get her breath and trying to figure out. And the dark-haired girl says, get us out of here. Are they locked just with locks or what has them closed? It's really just sort of wrapped up with a really thick kind of hemp rope. Okay. And they don't have anything to cut it with. Yeah, let's cut the ropes. Start uh, doing the top. Uh, I want I want to take a closer look at that effigy. Like, what do have a sense of what it's for or what it's to? Lucan says, start chopping that thing down. Well, I'm trained in religion. You go ahead and roll. Natural 20. Nice. <laughs> this is definitely not something you've seen before. It doesn't. It it doesn't match any of the boxes of the stuff that you've been you know been trained on or seen before. Seen. Um, you're wondering if it almost might have. Like a demon or, or sort of a devil sort of worship feel, but you're not really sure. And that's with the natural 20, right? This is like alien to you. I don't see him come out of the other side of you. I don't see Mortis come out of the... Yeah, I mean, hill. yeah, you don't. All right, I'm going to circle around to the entrance and go in. Okay. Try and cast a tech magic. Okay. I'm going to start pulling that effigy apart. Okay. When Lucan ripping at it, yeah, a little more meticulous. It's got oil on it, like it's definitely ready to, like it could be lit up pretty easily and like 
probably take this whole like engulf this cavern pretty quickly. I just want to say I'm not like just haphazard. Like I'm kind of meticulously pulling it apart, stacking it neatly. Lucan wants to go towards the dark hallway and do a divine sense and see if he can sense Mortis. Do you light your sword as you go? So you, as you go, yeah, yeah. There? You do find a cavern going out the backside. It's sort of, but it's a, it's more of a tunnel. He went into. You don't know how if it goes deep or what it is, but he, okay. he definitely you find out where he went to. Okay, but I don't sense in a 60-foot radius. He's not... I don't sense him... You don't sense him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. Nope. Did I get a name for the strawberry blonde woman? I don't remember if she ever said... I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they mentioned somebody. Are are you from the inn? I'll ask her specifically. I'm sorry? Were you taken from the inn at the edge of the woods? Yes. There were people looking for you. They'll be very happy you're alive. (laughs) Thank thank you. So she'll lead them out of this smoke-filled kind of tunnel area and sure. double-checking there for any wounds. Are they dehydrated? Sure. Are they hungry? What are they? They're in relatively good shape. Like, they they definitely could use some water. Yeah. Because these three that are alive actually came from the yeah. end. They're oh, not. They all say it hasn't been that long. Got you know, it. like, they're, they're, it's not like they've been there for days. The dark-haired woman, she sort of sprouts up, basically, and once she's out, and she says, thank, thank, thank you so much. I, I'll take it from here. I'm going to take these two... We'll go back to the inn. Who are you? Is this a pierce? Yeah, pierce. Yeah. Pierce here. says, my name is Aranya, and I'm taking this one. And he, she points at the the gray guy. Yeah. Taking this one back to Prince Holm. Like a bounty hunter? Yes. What did he do? Uh, he's, did, I don't know, <laughs> some, something in Prince Holm. I don't worry too much about it. But there was a name on his head. I was bringing him back from Fire's Heart. What is your name? I'll ask him kind of looks back and forth and it's hard to like this guy because he's just got this snarl at all times and he says my name is xanus just a hunter she says yeah more more like a poacher i'll take him back and i'll take our girl here i'll get him back get her back to the end where people you don't have any weapons there's no way for you to defend yourself and there's at least six more of those ogres out there that passed us on the way in ah my weapon's here somewhere i'm gonna look around she gets out and kind of walks around. Hey. You recognize that she's kind of got this sort of gruffness to her, and she doesn't seem like she's from civilization. Like okay. there's something sort of barbaric about her. Lucan, watch her. She's looking for her weapons. Lucan's actually down that hall a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. I didn't know I was going to say he interrupts these conversations with him just yelling, Mortis! <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. And he turns, and he, he turns to the group, and he says, let's go. Hang on. Do you find anything? Relop? Uh, detect magic? Yeah, detect magic. You do find one potion, okay. which is not too far away from... There's Behind the effigy, there's kind of... You could probably look at it like a throne, right? This guy had a, a crown on, and then, by the way, the crown's laying there. Like oh, he left sort of, it. <laughs> yeah. And there is a potion there. Okay. It glows when you... I'm assuming you could... Because Are you still up? On, no, you came No, in, I came yeah, in. Yeah. You pick it up, and it's it kind of looks like... Like molten metal inside. Okay, but it's definitely got a, got a magical glow. It's a, it's a magical potion or something. Lucan's gonna drink a potion while he's waiting. Okay, I'm just taking a potion. Five hit points. Okay, is the uh, urn rating? Is urn? Oh yeah, the urn. There's something magical about the urn, but it's not like a magic item. Like it's more like an aura coming okay. off of it. Do you want to pick it up, carry it around, see if she can summon a demon later? It's tempting. It's tempting. <laughs> Yeah, can I uh, roll to see if I recognize the potion? Or do you want me to identify? Okay. 
Ooh. Is it the potion of killing Mortis? Is it the potion <laughs> of fire breathing so we can actually kill some trolls? It is not the potion of killing fire trolls. In light of the most recent events, I think you could probably use this. Giving it to Lucan. Of course. He gets all of the stuff. <laughs> well, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, it is he goes, he yeah. doesn't know. Thank you. What is this? It's a vial of liquid it's a, metal. It's a potion that'll keep you from taking damage. They call it a potion of invulnerability. His eyes light up and he says, let's go. <laughs> we have these people to save. They can come with us. <laughs> the I, potion uh, makes you invulnerable, not everyone, Lucan. We're adventurers, why, not babysitters. Why would we let Mortis go? He was in our grasps. Rania says she like goes over and there's this pile of refuse <laughs> over there, basically. Pulling stuff out of the big pile of junk that these mm-hmm. ogres have thrown and she's basically re-equipping herself she's like got this specifically finds this big axe well it's not huge it's a hand axe but it's kind of bigger than the hand axe that you're used to seeing and she says we'll be fine thank you we're headed south well she's going through that is detect magic still up do i see anything in the yeah no. okay mark i want to roll a um insight check and see if she's just no, totally she's lying, lying. She's i rolled a six <laughs> she seems legit. I would like clock some ears. The left one again. Okay. What do you do with your ears, by the way? I'm just putting them in a pouch. Okay. Because they're, they're like... stink so much. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like got to have a They fold and... Big old thing, you know. Like, they stack. I just put them in Like my... pancakes. Yeah. You have a pouch of pancakes. Mm, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You got a short pancake. stack of ears. Got a short stack of ears. Except it's getting pretty big now. It's a... Uh, this has got uh, a syrupy consistency. This uh, it says it right here on the <laughs> potion of invulnerability. Mm, mm, mm. Tasty. When you go to put the new ears in, you notice that the troll ear seems to be like there's something gangly hanging off of one end of it that that's wasn't right. there when you put it in there. Oh, that's exciting. It's I regrowing. T- <laughs> that is I take, I take my uh, knife, cut that little bit off, <laughs> and then uh, maybe sear it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta hold it to the fire. It's a raisin now. Put it all back in the, the pouch. That's all I need. So you want to keep going down this tunnel and after Mortis? Correct. We don't know how to get back okay. here into where our horses are and to where these people are going. Hey, Relop's oh. pretty good at that. You think you can find a way back? Probably. Yeah, the crown wasn't magical, was it? Mm-hmm. No. I'm wearing it, though. I just want that <laughs> noted. And we're okay just letting these three go? They sure. said they were yes. dead. Yeah, she said they were taking care. I trust uh, Rania. Okay, let's go. I have no idea right. where this is going. It goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Where are these Mer- go ahead and go ahead and roll perception. Like eleven. Well, listen to him now. He's the new king of Ogre Hill. Maybe ten. I am you almost one. wonder if she is Arbum. There's something about her that you're like you you've dealt with Arbum from, from people from the Arbum clans in the in the Borderwood. Okay. And so you she has something about the way she talks and the way she acts and the, like there's something that kinda reminds you of that. Just FYI, like there's, she doesn't seem like I mentioned. She doesn't seem like she's from like Lucite society. You're almost wondering, have dealt with people like her before? Because in the in the Borderwood, in Woods End, you would deal with Arbum on a not regular basis, but you've certainly met your share of Arbum before. Is their coloration pretty common, or yeah, they're Caucasian basically, so it's hard to well, say. Well, right, but they typically have like light colored eyes and dark hair, or are they normally like that's not. No, it's a mix. So it's hard to say. You'll find them safe back to the inn? I will. Watch out for the six ogres. They're moving around. Oh, they need to watch out for me. Thank you for your assistance. Sure, glad to help. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wasn't you just copying You out of that giant cage that you were in. Uh, I would like the insight and see if she's just trying to be bluffing. And I got a 22. No, you think she's pretty legit. You think she just must have got caught on Merc, the wares. Merc now has a crush. Nope. <laughs> she does, too, by the, by the way. You know, she grabs her equipment. She kind of, like, she sets herself back up. And once she does that, she looks pretty comfortable. Like, suddenly you see that she's somebody from comfortable, like, moving through the woods by herself. She also goes over, and there's a, it looks like a trough from where you are. Like, you know, something that an animal would feed out of or something. And she goes, by the way, and she kind of goes, a little bit of gold over here. She sort of sticks it, sticks what she grabs into her pockets. She grabs them. She's, she's already hogtied that guy. Like he's yeah. he's got hands behind his back, and they start walking out. Wait, gold? Yeah. No one all. bothered to look for the gold. <laughs> it was off at the side. Nobody oh, okay. That direction. We go look at the trough. Like how full is it? Oh, it's a good handful of more gold than she grabbed out. Looks like they've probably been collecting it as they take it from people. So are we going after Mortis, or are we looting this? I take a handful of gold. I'm like, we can do both. <laughs> Why not both? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Just drop the whole bag of inventory in there and just <laughs> scoop shovel. Yeah. I'm, as, long as, as, as long as I can see the last member of the party, I'm throwing gold in the hand. Okay. <laughs> okay, just going out that direction. You do you find this tunnel that, that Lucan already told you about. It doesn't go very far. It kind of just leads outside. Okay. It does a little bit of a twist again. It's really interesting how it does it on both sides. It's like almost, you almost wonder if somebody <laughs> created that. It's so like for defense purposes, it just makes a lot of sense. Once you get out, there is pretty clearly a trail. It's like once it starts, it's very easily found as far as like the like where this, this ogre had left. Relap, go ahead and roll survival because it seems like there's a point where he starts to realize that maybe he'd be followed. I was going to say, can I assist him? Sure. Still a heavily wooded area, correct? Yep, mm-hmm. yep, same idea. Um, I'm going to use Defined Sense again, 60 feet. Anybody, okay. Anything within 60 feet? Mm-hmm. World at 12. Okay. You know, it's enough to keep keep a hold, you know, keep after him. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple spots where you have to sort of stop for a minute, and then you, you keep rolling with it. So... What's interesting is that you're sort of headed in the direction at this point. The way he goes, he's headed. It seems like he's going back to the road. The road towards where we came from? No, like, okay, it'd be the opposite direction yeah, at this okay. point. But it okay. looks okay. like he's veering okay. back towards the road. And so you follow, and everybody's together, right? We're yeah. all going. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As you continue to roll, you do meet, you find the road. You hit the road. Go ahead and roll survival yep. again. Can I assist him again? Yep, with Still assistance. Okay. And guidance, D4. Thank you. <laughs> and Lucan's guidance. Nothing. Uh, hard garbage. Thirteen. Uh, it's a little bit harder at this point to keep track of where exactly he was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you lose him for a minute. And then Merc's like, wait, wait, wait. Right here. You know, you can sort of see where a couple spots where his feet are hitting. But there's he's definitely headed along the road. And he's headed in the direction that you guys would be going. How far are we away from where the log trap went off? Are we ahead of it? Are we behind it? Is it coming up? You would be past it. You'd be further along the road than you were back then. So we're leaving our horses further back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You might be a mile away at this point. I think we lost him. No, I don't think we've totally lost him, but we might lose our horses. I have an idea. I'm willing to go ahead alone, or if somebody wants to come with me and try to track this guy, we're just going to follow along the road. Relop, I know you're good with directions. Can you get a bunch of them back to the horses? And then they can bring the horses out and catch up to me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
I could do that, or I could just go get the horses. Shouldn't take anything. You can get all of them yourself and lead them all? Yeah, that's kind of a good... I I have every confidence you could get there. I can go back and help guide the riderless horse or two riderless horses. All right, I'll stay with you, Mark. Where are you going, Hulk? You going with them? I'm following with Zan. No, we need people to come back with the horses. We can tie them together. It's not going to take that long to lead a handful of horses a mile. Okay. Go quickly. All right. Who is all going back? Just Lucan and Relop were going back to get the horses. There were all three of the rest of us were on the trail moving forward towards Mortis. For better or worse. Gotcha. <laughs> Lucan and Relop, you really just sort of like run quickly. Like Relop's oh, yeah. on the coney, so he's hopping alongside the road. He doesn't really spend a, a lot of time in the mm-hmm. road. And then Lucan, I imagine you're just going to like book it a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... As you get a little bit closer, you it's easy to hear it as you're going. You hear this like, rah, 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 as they're like these ogres are setting up the trap again with the logs, right? Oh, They've gone to the logs oh, no. and they're like setting them up on the side. You know, you're far enough away so you can right, see right. them they don't see you. But you can, because they're in the middle of that, you're like, okay, let's go. We can, we can right, dart yeah. in we're and in, get around. Sneaking, we're so sneaking go ahead and roll in. your stealth. Oh, All right. <laughs> Six ogres between the two. Uh, I got a 13. Okay. 19. So, you get back to your horses. The ogres don't seem to, you know, they're too All busy right. yelling at each other. And we'll go ahead and tie them up so that they're just one train of horses. Let's just kind of follow the trail back through rather than go back from like go to the, the way. cave and then. Yeah, go, go to the cave and then follow Kind of go that. around and go follow that trail. Follow yeah. Mortis's trail. Yeah, yeah that's not good. Right. Great. Why don't you go ahead and roll your. Lucan is going to roll his animal handling, and we'll see if we can maybe speed up the process for them a little bit. Roll an eleven. Lucan's kind of the horse whisperer around here, so he's right. you know he's trying to keep keep them all in line. Everything seems to be fine, right? The the one trip up is just getting around that mound, and as you go around this second time too, you kind of get the feeling that this mound was probably not natural. Like it just seems weird that it's mm-hmm. you know somebody might have built this at one time, maybe it was mm-hmm. a burial mound in ancient days or something. It's you know it wouldn't be unheard of. You get back to the rest of the group, and the rest of the group has actually stopped. So what's happened is the the rest of you, so Holg and Merck and Zan, you're going along the road. Merck is kind of leading the way, and mm-hmm. keep, keep watching for this, the footsteps of this ogre. And the road seems to have stopped. Like it just goes straight into underbrush? It looks as though the road almost... For lack of a better better word, it almost like pixelates into the wilderness. So it's sort of, you can almost see where it's sort of kind of there, but it seems like it's being covered up in spots. And then it's just gone into the brush. And the brush is really almost, it seems kind of different from maybe what you've been going through before. Everybody's there because you guys have just sort of reached that. And it's like you're standing there like looking at it. As these guys walk up with the horses. How long have we been standing there? I don't like, know, long enough for me to go, hey, Zan, you're seeing anything this? Like, is this a spell? It has to be. This doesn't make any sense. It's like an illusion or something. Like, grab the different brush and give it a yank? Yep, you can pull a leaf. I imagine the armor I have has gauntlets, which I imagine are kind of like gloves. So I'm just going to reach in there and mm-hmm. yep. just grab it, like... It feels normal. Yeah, it's... Not what I would call an illusion. Huh. I'm going to ask the Coney if he knows anything about this. 
This is my new favorite character. <laughs> With the rabbit. Do we say? I think we said she. This is this one's a she. Oh, does she? Yeah. She looks confused as well. Can Lucan roll a perception test to see if it's an illusion? Sure. He does not think it's an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has a nature, sure. You roll that. I would even actually give Sizzlop damage on that roll. Uh, <laughs> it's getting worse. I rolled a two. <laughs> uh, 22. The flora looks different here. It looks like somebody planted different things right here in the middle of all of it while you're looking by the way you can see pretty clearly that mortis's trail leads into this he went in here this well, is just on the road like it's the mm-hmm. road leads right into this right which you've always been told that the first men's road leads all the way to crosshair post this doesn't make any sense it re- leads I go, through this forest i can't see it but it seems like it'd be an illusion if relapse saying he sees the tracks in there i go to my horse and I dig around the pack, pull out the sword, the the long sword I've had because I'm not been carrying all my weapons on my body. By the way, I don't know when I did it, but I would have dished the club by now because I didn't need it for. I had an idea for it, but I don't. I didn't need it. Okay. Dish the club, and then I uh, walk towards like where the tracks are. And if it's too thick to walk through, I start hacking using that sword like a machete and start hacking my way through. Okay. Yeah, Lucan will start guiding the horses behind him. Just kind of clearing the way as we go. Yeah. Yep. All right. Relap, roll your perception. I just walked into an entangle spell. It's awesome. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to walk into the basement of Pulo's place. Yeah, we are. That's what our perception percent. 12. You recognize that there don't seem to be any animals in this area. Uh, that's a great sign. Merc, stop. What? Let's just back up for a minute. Back or forth? I mean, this is the way we have to go regardless of what we're doing. I want to use my divine sense. You're not sensing anything. <clears throat> is it just covering the trail, or is it... It's almost like a like you can see where it changes. Like, now that you've stopped and looked at it, it looks like it like the extent of your vision. If you look to the northeast, right. and then you look to the southwest, you can see a just kind of a distinct line where it just sort of cuts through where you were walking. I'll be right back. I'm going to run into the... See if I can get around it. Just through mm-hmm. the forest. Take Just off. Take off with the rat, yeah. with the coney. All right, so he darts off. Uh, at least tell us what you're doing. All right, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you traveled with him long enough to know that that never was going to happen. Oh, I mean, I know well enough to know he'll be back, but... When? Who knows? Until the one time he doesn't. How, how far does that run? You go for quite a while and you can't seem to find the end of it. You can see where it is. It's definitely a, diff- a difference, and it's largely because you have, you know, you grew up in the in a right. wooded area. Right, right. It's almost like a, a separate wood within this wood. That's the impression. Is it like the difference between the great wood and the border wood? Roll your perception again. Roll with advantage. 16. As you're thinking that over, you have a weird little memory of Tucker sitting in a wood without any animals in it. Hey, Lucan talks to the group. I know Relapse gone, but he says, "Is this? Did we just walk into the roaming wood? Do you remember that forest that appeared over?" I don't know, but I'm really starting to hate the woods more than I hate the cities. <laughs> Definitely easy to get lost out here. I give you that much. But do you remember the roaming wood before we got into Briam, I believe. Yeah, the wood that just appeared on the horizon and yeah. then vanished. 
What do we know about that place? Has it gone this far? I don't know where it goes. It goes everywhere. I don't, I don't know. know why it would go in the middle of another wood, but maybe. I mean, I think it's supposed to be rare, so seeing it twice would be quite strange. But... I say we give them an hour, and then we just set this whole forest on fire as a signal. <laughs> Let's not do that. Can we see back to where we like came in? Did we go in <laughs> far enough to where we've lost track of where we came in? Probably not at this point. Relot backed off pretty early because he went yeah. out. Yeah, and, like, he kind of was like she's hey, gonna make her way back to yeah i want to back to like the road the edge yeah she wants yeah. to stand in the road is it growing back rapidly or is it just different woods remember murk is also from it doesn't seem like it's like growing on you or you know expanding on you or anything like that lucan's kind of staying close to zan can i sense anything magical around this border between this wood and that wood can i sense like a change in the air or like an energy, or does the hair stand up in the back of my neck? Anything like that? No. I'm going to follow this along for another, like, 20, 30 minutes. Just ride the edge of it. Is there any sign of it changing? You don't see it. Okay, I'm going to uh, sit down. I'm going to get off the coney and sit down, ritual cast, uh, detect magic. Okay. Just seeing, yeah. if, seeing if it gives off an aura. Right, yeah. I don't think it would. It just seems different. It's something maybe beyond those magics. I have a question, Mark. I'm trying to remember who, besides Relop, looked out of Hulal's tower into the woods. All of you guys, when you were down after you took down Mortis. Can I do? Yeah, can I do some sort of check to see if that particular set of woods matches this change? I mean, go ahead and roll. Nat twenty, that baby. Come on. Yeah, no, 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 no. You see, you jinxed me. I got an eight. (laughs) Don't worry. When you give me the idea, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that too. Yeah, it's hard to say. All right. I'm going to go on back. What'd you find Relap has gone for a very long time. Yeah, I was going to say, we're just standing at the edge of that wood. Very long. Uh, how, how, like I'm how getting long? my fire starter <coughs> kit like, ready. Probably an hour, so. I, I'm i really, like, probably like 15, 20 minutes into that hour. I'm like, regardless of what he's doing, regardless of what this actually is, the way forward is that way. And I point in the direction I had started cutting into the wood. I agree. Let's just move on. And no I sense and stop him. He, well, you know, like he, we can he, wait for him to come back at least, shouldn't we? Be in the same place for him to find us. It, no we're going to be very slow going, and it's just going to be that much longer. We're going to have to cut through if we wait for him. He can catch up just as easily if, if we're that way. Fifteen, twenty minutes, an hour. I've read fairy tales of people going into the other wood and never coming back out, losing years of their life. I'm open to suggestions, Anne. I think this might be the Feywild. I have no idea. I don't know what this is. We can't seem to look away around it. I don't... I think it's just some wizardry. Some type of illusion. Mortis has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. I don't think it's a spellcaster, is he? If it is Mortis, if it is the same Mortis somehow, the Star Dungeon losing whatever and dropping Hulo's tower in the surrounding regions in here could cause something like this. I don't know. I don't know anything about magic. What I can tell you is the way forward is that way. And I just go back and start hacking. Okay. Lucan's following. Yeah. He's trying to encourage everybody to just move sure. forward. We'll get our horses and go, I guess. You know, if it's easy enough to, like, walk through or whatever, I don't hack it. But, like, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. I'll uh, motion for Zan to go ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> so go past. Just look back over my shoulder one last time and start <laughs> following. Yeah. Did the horses look spooked or anything? They acting normal? Yeah, they're acting normal. Okay. 
Relap, when you finally get back to it, you can see where Merc was hacking at it. And as you go forward and you kind of follow what he's done, it actually, like, it goes at an angle pretty clearly as you go through. You don't know why he would be slashing at an angle, but he seems to be going... Oh, he's completely off the track? Well, I don't know what the track is exactly, but right. that, that's the feel that you get is that it's... He took a hard angle. diagonal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 45, 45 degrees from where you started. Okay. Before I go in again, do I see the road under the brush? Are there any pavers or anything? Once you get... So, like, when you first started in, right, it was, like, little spots of road. So, like, weird little dime-sized or quarter-sized. Once you take 10 feet in, no more road. If I if I know what I'm looking for for the uh, path that we're supposed to be on, the, the actual road, because I'm guessing as it, as it veers off, it goes into just straight ground, right? Or does well, it like look, said, does it look ten, like ten path? feet in roads not visible? Okay, anymore. but it's after he goes past that that he takes a turn. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Like, yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's sort of weird road, sort of weird road. Nothing, and then he turns. Probably, yeah. Is that how that? Okay. Because yeah, because he, yeah, he's watching where he can see the road. I'm gonna go ahead, race on ahead, and catch up to him. Okay. Cutting through. Now, just about the time that Relop meets you, you recognize that it, it does start to... So it was really tight for a while, right? Like you were literally macheting your way through. And then it sort of loosens up a little bit, and Relop pops up behind you. And it's still kind of doing its own thing, but you do notice that the sky... And remember that it's late afternoon. We're approaching early evening, but it is not evening. And it's summer. But the sky starts to purple upside down and things sort of <sighs> loosen up a little bit they're not as tight in the flora mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are some you start to see things like butterflies and bumblebees and you know just there, there's some some light and a couple birds up in the trees and that kind of thing can i roll nature now to see if i recognize anything for this sure. and pseudo dragon i got 13 yeah i mean okay yeah. Is Relop back with us? Yeah, he's with yeah. us. Yep, everybody's um, together. Relop, what is all this? What is going on? This is a bad mistake. I'm going to ask uh, Connie, have you seen these animals before? Butterflies, bumblebees? But these types of butterflies and bumblebees? He says, I think so. You said there were birds there? Yep. I'm going to call up to one of them. Okay. Where are you? Where am I? Yeah. In the trees? In a larger sense. That's what I know. I know I'm in the trees. Have you seen any other animals? Any bigger animals? What uh, do you hide from? From time to time. There was a big a big thing came by. Yeah. Big scary thing carrying a big metal tree. Which direction did he go? She kind of flutters and, whis- and whistles in a certain direction. Doesn't know quite what to say. Right, right. But you get the impression that that way. Do you know where we are? No. And that should not happen. Is it the Feywild? Maybe. (laughs) It is not the first men's forest, though. That's impossible. So now can we go back to the road? That's what I'm campaigning for. I think that sounds like a good idea. We'll lose Mortis. I'm fine with that. I do not believe that this is our world. 
And if it is... Our world? I don't know that we're necessarily going to be on even footing. That's the thing. I don't know where we are. Like, I can tell you that this is not the first man's forest. What's the Feywood or Feywild again? It's another plane of existence that we shouldn't have just been able to walk into. I've only read about it in stories. It's where the fairies live. It's a realm I pull Tucker from. Ah, that's right. It's a dimension of pure wilderness, chaos, dangers everywhere. You lose time here. Well, that's enough for me. I'm going to turn around and start heading back. (laughs) If this is where that is. I don't know that it isn't. I don't know that it is, but I do know that this is not the first men's forest. Fine. Let's go back to the edge. We camp there, and then we see what's, what's happening in the morning. Maybe it's a duration thing. I like that idea. Let's try to make our way back. Should be obvious. Should be. You start to go back and you start losing your way. I knew this would... (laughs) Like the path that I cut is gone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling out my tinderbox. I'm ready my fireball. (laughs) All right. If we can't find our way back, we pursue Mortis and then... Once we catch him, we figure out what to do from there. Can we still find his trail? Is he still here? I can probably pick up his trail and track him, but I don't think this is wise. What else should we do? I feel like we're committed, whether we wanted to be or not. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah that's true. This is a, okay. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and try <clears throat> and nature my way back. I'm going to try and find out, like, where new growth is and see if I can track my way back from whence we came. Okay. Survival? Can we yep. assist him? No. In fact, he's going to roll at disadvantage. Things are shifting. They're they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a dumb move. The trail you do have is Mortis's. We have no choice. Let's continue I guess. tracking Mortis. Okay. I don't think killing Mortis is going to get us back into the first men's forest, but we'll die at least of accomplishing that, so there's that. So you followed along for probably another hour, and the sky doesn't seem to change. It's just this purple twilight. And the horses are still acting normal? Yeah, the horses don't seem to be bothered. And it rolls just a little bit up and down, and as you come to a crest of a hill, there's a little bit of a tower in the distance. Does it look like a familiar tower? I don't know. Looks like a tower. A lone tower in the woods. That's Pulo's tower. Let's go. And that's where the trail heads. Mm-hmm. I get my sling ready. I have so <laughs> many questions now. Yeah, this we're gonna die here, but it was a good run. No. I think we'll be fine. Let's go. How many spells do you have, Sam? Mechanically? <laughs> on a what scale, mechanically a, mean. Not a lot? If you were given the numbers 4331, uh-huh. what would those numbers mean to you? 3100? 2000. Yeah. I like this little love they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the gorgeous they <laughs> would. Okay. You two little well, fate people. Yep. I got uh, a couple of potions of healing. Yeah. yeah I got a coney. Yeah. Everything's good. Well, I can start making. Let's go. I'm at home in the woods, so yeah. I'm safe. Tina the Fae now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the alt character all ready to go. Yep. 
So as you get closer to the tower, you recognize that there's a door at the base, and it's your direction. It's on the probably the south side of the tower, and it's busted in. The door's busted in? Mm-hmm. All right, I start getting right up on it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Careful now. Now? What are we going to do, stand and watch it? <laughs> no, just don't go running in. Just look in first. I could go running in. Yeah, he right. holds up his potion of invincibility. <laughs> Maybe you want to save that for something else? All right. Are we worried about us dying now? No. Yes. I think you guys have said it ten times already. <laughs> Only Relop said it. He said it a few times. I, I want to do a perception a test times. to see if I can see through the door at all from a distance and see if there's any movement of shadows sure. or anything like that. A one. <laughs> Not a natural one, but I rolled a one. It's dark in there. Okay. Is there's light. Is armor gone? sure is dark. No. It's still going. Yeah, still right. going. I uh, go up to the side of the door and kind of like peek around the so corner. So we're getting up to the tower. We're going to like... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Lucan's going to actually lay on hands and use the rest of it on himself. Okay. About time. Jeez. Putting his hands on himself. <laughs> I know. And he's still jacked up. All right. So Merc, you p- poke your head in. Wait. You're poking your head into the door? Mm-hmm. Well, kind of like around. I'm like Putting nice. his head around. I'm like, I'm kind of like looking around the corner. Not. I mean, I was seriously thinking about popping in with this. I'm just looking. I'm thinking I'm going to find Mortis dead in there. You look around, and you see a ogre laying there. Dead. Mm-hmm. It's got a big metal mace sitting next to him. Are there the stairs leading up? And the stairs leading up are busted. Yes, they're busted at the bottom. I come back to the group, and I'm like, I'm like, well, I got some funny news, and there's some really bad news. Mm-hmm. The funny news was I was right about Mortis being the same ogre. The bad news is uh, we chased him to his demise at Pulo's hands. We somehow are back to when Morris died when he first showed up at Pulo's place. Run for it, Marty. Well, this is actually good news then. We charge up, fight Pulo, go out the door, and we're in the Star Dungeons and Prince home again. Except and not I, stuck in the Feywild. I'm honestly Ex- thinking about that. I have a question on that. Sure. This, <laughs> Mortis was already there. We don't mm-hmm. know when Mortis actually showed up in that tower. Okay. So if we go in now, he just freshly died. Okay. So we go in, and it might be years in the future, or in the past, I mean. Okay. And also, the other question I have before we do that was, they had locks in place. Do we know if we could go past those locks? With We did before. But we had the... We didn't have anything. They just locked him in. We were able to come and go. I'm trying to remember, like, was... like We we were able to... Come and go as we please, is what I recall. Yeah. We could go in and out the do- main door of his tower, and we were right back in Do Prince we Hall. dare go talk to Pula, or go through there and necessarily uh, being, recognize us? Being that we killed him once before, I was under the impression that he. But we didn't kill him right off the bat. That's a good point. Yet, you think this is in the past? Mortis just died. It isn't like he's a zombie right now. He could have just got killed. But Pulu said he, when he kills him, he, kills he him keeps coming time. back. Yeah. So if Mortis just back. came back after Pulu killed him. he was a zombie him. when we fought him the first time. Right. When we fought him this time, did you get that impression? I didn't get a chance to, to see. I, I did not sense that he was he, undead. He didn't move like that. When he, we fought him the first time, he was slow and sluggish. This time, he moved like an ogre. He moved completely different. So you think we're in the past? What he was wearing that crown, correct? No, 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 no. Like when we saw him today, yes, today, he, was, he was wearing. What does that crown look like right now? The crown. Is he doing anything different? Did anybody take it? Uh, 
Relop was wearing. Maybe Relop oh. did. Okay. Hey, Relop. Yeah. Does that is that crown doing anything right now? I don't know. Did you yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing it. <laughs> oh, you're wearing it? Yeah, I'm legit oh, I'm wearing like, it. It's like a hula hoop. Yeah, it's, it's pretty large. Like, yeah. kind of like, you have to do this a lot. That is like, right. up and Is it rolling right. or is it, is it, do you sense anything magical off of that right now? No. <sighs> this is bad. What do you guys want to do? If you're saying, know, let's go up the top of the tower. That's what I'm saying. If you guys are saying we're stuck there's out n- here, yeah, there's, there's no, no way other back. way. This is our only this way. This is our best way. There's no other way out of here. Period. All right, let's go. More powerful wizards than I can get us out of here. Uh, you're so. fired, Pillow? man. Forget you. <laughs> All right, you yeah, guys ready I'm for this? Pillow. No, no, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> the door swings open upstairs. Wait, did we go? Did we go into the tower? Well, you're like standing outside of it, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think with you talking down there. Will you please stop it? Oh, hi, Pulo. By chance, you know how to uh, to get back to uh, not here. Pulo is working. Mortis down there needed to stop talking, and I made him stop talking. Is this the it- first time you've seen him, Pulo? What? Is this the first time you've killed him? Yes, but it's probably the last. Do you recognize us, Pulo? Do you want me to kill you like I killed Mortis? No. I'd rather not. Hey. We are friends. Yeah, we're just lost. Can you give us the way out? Keep heading the direction you started and it will all figure itself out. Slam! He shuts the door behind him. All right, don't go through that door. <laughs> I guess we go back. No, that's not what he said. Is it going the direction? 16 inside. Do I, do I believe he's honest? Uh, you don't believe... Yeah, you don't think he was trying to fool you. And you he, believe what he was saying. And he said, keep going the way that you started. Mm-hmm. So, keep the direction this way. Like, whatever. Like, through the tower, the direction. Not through, we can, through we the We can tower. start yelling his name again and see if we can get him to talk back. Body of Mortis starts yeah. to twitch a little bit. Oh, right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Go where? He said, go the direction you started. I'm assuming we go back to our original trail. and Right, but the direction we started, like, to me, and maybe you guys have a different impression, to me, if we were traveling this way, and I point kind of the way that, the opposite direction that we came from, we keep going that way. Is there stars or anything? Is there anything to navigate by? There's some stars in the sky. Are any of them recognizable? And stuff? That's a good question. Though. I mean, it's any it's, noticeable yeah. constellations? It's hard to say. That's again. That's why you talk to Pulo the astrologer, right? It's not yeah. really yeah. within yeah. your realm. Yeah, really. You think you can keep us going the same same path that we came from, Relop? Walk a little ways away from the tower. Um, I think we're gonna learn a lot about the Feywild. This undergrowth grows too fast for us to find our way back. I don't know anything about... Do I know anything about the Feywild? Just fairy tales. Right. Same idea. I would assume that there are other humanoids in the Feywild. I don't know for certain. I think our best bet is to, like Merck said, just kind of pretend like we walked through the tower and go out the other direction and just keep going. I'll maybe you, trip across something. Yeah, I'll let you lead the way. We got horses with food, and once that wears out, I can maybe 
find us food and gain here. You were saying something about a spell earlier. I can start creating food and water for us if we need to. I mean, we're at the beginning of our journey, so we have a lot of food and water at the moment. So try to direct us as, as north as you can, and we'll see if we come out the other side. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Either way, this Mortis character is moving, so we might want to get moving. Yeah. Is there a game trail on the other side of the tower? Or was there a trail that yeah, led you to this? You weren't following game trail anymore. We were following Mortis's trail. Yeah. And now we don't have that anymore. Which had been along the road, and then the road kind of disappeared on you. I wonder what would happen if we killed Mortis in the Feywood. New point would, now. they would never return. We handled them once before. He's a minor inconvenience at this point. We've got to figure out how to get out of here. All right, we're just standing around deliberating. We don't have a lot to go on. Let's go on the one thing that we know. He said, keep going this way and it'll sort itself out. It might be rough and maybe this was a bad decision. Maybe. Well, probably a bad decision. Did we decision. learn a lesson? What, that we keep moving forward? Yeah. Don't go in the that woods That the one ever. forest gnome that says don't go in there says don't go in there? Maybe next time you listen. I they, have a bad no, habit yep, of not We've listen. had that discussion. Right. We've had that discussion. <laughs> I'm sold on it. Okay. Start heading that direction, I guess. Northwest was your hope anyway. That way. Yeah, but we don't have a sun or a cardinal direction, so we're going to have to very methodically make sure that we're heading northwest so we don't get turned around. Maybe roll your survival with advantage. 20. You feel pretty good that you're keeping on the right track. You know, You get to the point where you can see Pulo's tower behind you and you're using that a little bit as you go come across the stream at one point and just decide like okay well you know it's not deep or just it runs pretty quickly but we'll just work our way through doesn't necessarily impede you in fact it's kind of refreshing you know having this water come through and you get to the point where basically everybody starts to get a little bit tired it's getting late. You can't tell because of the sky, but the it's clear that it's late. Hours have gone by, and everybody's getting tired. Well, I suppose this is as good a spot as any to set up camp. I think this is as dark as it gets here. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll get the horses all tied off. And Can I, using Outlander, can I catch anything to eat, or are we just eating rations? You could try. Yeah, go, go ahead. Okay. Go. Yeah. Is there a roll? I don't no, know. No, it's how just a. Uh, it's a passive act. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, an ability you're yeah, given. As long as there's food and get yeah, fresh can, water. Then... Like, you still. Yeah, you can find, like. Okay, it's small not affecting anything. And, okay. Mm, yeah. Right. Well, one quote day down. Mm-hmm. You know, this place actually seems kind of nice. <sighs> Until it kills you, yes. <laughs> I'm going to set up the hut. Go to bed. I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that hesitation there. And what a bad question mark. See a big bunny and a gnome laying on top of each other in the corner, passed out. I don't see any game trails. Mm-mm. Yeah, the game trails kind of disappear on you. Yeah, so you're. This is not good. You're running into some issues in the like the things that you know that help you along without survival type stuff. Right, right. Start to just they're just, not there. They don't make a lot of sense. Okay. Well, let's just get some rest, and maybe tomorrow we'll bring a whole new day. Maybe we just need some rest. Do our usual watch mm-hmm. schedule. Okay. Yeah. So throughout the night, it's weird because, again, it looks like twilight at all times. Mm-hmm. Go through the night, 
you know, there's little critters everywhere. Once you got past that weird, there's almost like a little line of of no life. And then when you got into the actual midst of it, it was full of life. The night goes by, you get your fires going, and we get to the end of the watch, which is Zan and Luke. I think it's usually me. I don't know if you were going to do this one or not, but that's up to you. Isn't that how we t- typically do it? Uh, yeah, I, was pretty, I think he should, bounces between. Write that down. Yeah, he bites, he bounces between <laughs> stuff with Hulk, and sometimes he stays with Zan. It's just a matter of whether he goes with one he, or the other. Maybe Zan tonight. All right. Anything you guys want to talk about while you're on watch? Since we, it's fine if you don't. But I just yeah. Figure while we're there, <laughs> she's staying pretty quiet. I think unless something you have to yeah, engage Lucan, in her with. Um, Lucan doesn't bring up anything. <laughs> she looks incredibly frustrated and angry, but isn't doing anything about it. She's keeping herself quiet. Okay. Just, just trying to keep my mind open to any sort of fairy tale or anything that I've heard about the family. Sure. So we get to the next morning, and as the twins are on the last watch. The sun hits the horizon in the east. Okay. The purple's gone, right? Like, it's suddenly red. And you kind of look at each other like... That's new. Something happened here, right? Are we back? And you can almost see a divide as this... Whatever whatever you were in sort of, like, slides away from you. Really slowly. I mean, it's almost like you have you grab each other's hand for a minute. Yeah, she like reaches out for him, like, oh, what? and you're like making sure that you see it. And this thing is like moving away, and you're still in the wood. Yeah, but the sky looks like it should look in the morning. How far away is it? Like where that divide is? How far away from us uh, is it? Ten Under- feet away from you. Oh. oh. You can see it as it sort of leaves. She, she's going to walk yeah. directly towards that divide. Okay. Yeah. Try to walk into it, can yeah. 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 You okay. go. Yes. And then he, Lucan starts yelling, get up, get up, get up, get yeah. up. Okay. See if we can get so, out of this. You, you, well, it's because it, it's like it's moving away from you, right? Right, right, right. right. How fast? So, like super fast? Zan steps no. over, walks in. Like there's birds. Chir- it's morning. Yeah. Birds chirping and things are happening and you walk in. Through what you th- you're seeing, and there's nothing. Birds just stop. Okay. Silence. But that makes that makes sense. That's what happened do when I, we came in the first do time. Do I still see her? Yeah, you see, you can see her. Yep, she's over there. Okay, everybody up, everybody up, everybody up. Reel up. There's like this divide, and it looks like wait the normal wait, world. I think we're on the right side, right? We're on the normal side. You can right. see the sun. Well, that's good, yeah. right? When yeah. you're in the yeah. other one, you can oh, you can. And we hear birds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do I recognize any of the bird calls? Wait. Yeah. Better question. Is the flora and the fauna, does it match the crazy forest or does it match like the first men's forest on the side we're on? Roll your perception. 17. You think that the roaming wood, if that's what we're dealing with, mm-hmm. yeah. has moved away from you. you? You're outside. But I'm in it right now. Yeah, you just walked in. Yeah, it. she just yeah. walked back into it. No, okay. no, 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 no. No, I was like, no, I think we're in the right spot. Look how no, I'm getting... I, I, when he was... Ex- Describing, it, I thought I, I had it completely flipped. Yeah, 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 I, I thought we were in the crazy and we were going yeah. into. The oh, you know, right. to be I honest, I thought like you guys were right until you said it was quiet where you yeah, were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Wait, yeah. But. So Lucan does, I guess, get excited and still say, "Hey, everybody up, everybody up!" And then he starts saying, "Zan, come back, come back, yep. come back." She'll come back across. <laughs> yeah, and we're just watching it move. 
Yeah, yeah it's very slow. Which like direction is it going? The idea, it's going west. It's going west. Like the idea is, some of you like feel like you need to stop breathing to like, watch it and I, see very tiny little movements. It's almost like watching clouds. Like when you're like slow. What, once you know what you're looking for, it seems like it's slow. But if you're not really paying attention, they don't appear to be moving. I think, I think we're okay. So, it seems as though you've left the roaming wood, if that was the case. Mm -hmm. And now you're dead set in the middle of the first men's forest. You have no idea where that road is. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number 4, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Hudson is really loud. <laughs> Let's Stop go crumpling kick him in the <laughs> Throw it away! Just throw it away! He doesn't <laughs> understand what waving no-no means. <laughs> He's like a spoiled only child. Okay, go. <laughs> Does everybody want a Snapple fact? Yes. Mountain lions can whistle. <laughs> Funny. That's a made up fact, Jim. No, it was on a Snapple bottle, so it was 100% true. F that. G that. Get it? F and G? No. Edit points for land. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> uh, well, it depends on how you feel about it. Merch turn. Really aggressive letters. <laughs> like really bad jokes is what I'm saying. No. Those will just cut just for the sake of it. Out of principle. Um, we're... <laughs> <laughs> The best part was the best part. <laughs> did, it, did it pick up? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Thomas. <laughs> disgusting, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Oh. <laughs> it's my signal horn. Let me think about that for a second. <laughs> Off in the distance. Oh, yeah, that's the best one armor, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, but it's not as much because it was in Mithril. Yeah. <laughs>